0: Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to another glorious episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, besides the PGG crew that you know and love, we also have two incredible guests joining us, uh, and uh, we're going to get to the intros momentarily. But folks, man, what a, what a year to be an Xbox fan, and more specifically, what a time to be a Master Chief fan and a Halo fan because, my God, 343 Industries has done it. They have crafted what I believe to be not a perfect game, but one of the highest-reviewed games that I've ever personally uh, reviewed for. I gave it a 10 out of 10. We're going to be doing a live review. Obviously, if you missed it, I dropped a new X-Vlog today uh, at about, I think it was uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, it's episode number five. Uh, it was the Halo review uh, you know, um, episode. And uh, a lot of people really dug what I was saying. Did get some pushback like I expected because people are always wondering how you can give a game a 10. And in the video, I explained that the game is not perfect. It is not. Uh, both, uh, both multiplayer and single player have its issues that are being addressed, but that does not make it a, not a 10. Uh, Again, just because it's a 10 doesn't mean it's perfect, but we're going to get into everyone's review live on the air. We're going to be talking about the big multiplayer update that is coming this, uh, this week, and SWAT is returning... A lot of people are super excited for that. I am not because I don't like SWAT, but I do like all of the other uh, Slayer updates that we will be getting, and I'll be breaking down exactly what is coming this week. And of course, to open up the show after introductions, we are going to be talking about the Matrix demo, the Unreal Engine demo that has uh, not only surprised everyone, uh, it just goes to show you that... Uh, market share value is incredibly important. And many, many years ago, me- many gamers, even the ones that are in the known, thought that Destiny was a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Well, it just so happens that that same demo released on PlayStation 5, and even I didn't know it. I had to ask my very good friend, Kay Asante. I was like, did this release on the PlayStation 5? like, yeah, he did. I'm like, well, you see, that's what happens when you lose the market value because no one cares. About PlayStation right now, and I'm not dissing them. I'm just saying that right right now, PlayStation they, they 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 just don't have what we want as gamers. But let's get into the introductions. And first, all the way from the beautiful state of Hawaii, our very good friend Bango Mango
1: making his return appearance. What's up, brother? How you feeling, my man? Boom, aloha, bro as we say from the aloha. islands of Hawaii. Thank you so much for having me back on again it's a pleasure i just want to say a shout out to the panel um wandering dutch i call him boss man now ever since he uh, <laughs> nicely has led us into the collective boss man how you doing brother uh the one and only ks the one and only mag hello bros and sour blow gaming i it's a pleasure big fan pleasure. of you and what you do bro and excited to see your face in person now and to be talking all things halo to the chat to the panel Hazit, what's up? Excited to talk about all things gaming today. Boom. Thank you again, bro. Well,
0: my pleasure. And of course, not to be outdone, making his first appearance. Gomez, what's up, brother? <laughs> it is Sour Blow <laughs> Gaming. Uh, we've been talking back and forth. It's great to finally have yes. you on. Uh, love what you do in this community. we got to get people more, to, uh, more people to sub to your channel, more people to listen to your work. How the heck are you? And welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much, Boone, for having me here. And I truly appreciate it. Uh, I have a small uh, channel, basically. Uh, it's, a, it's a Spanish-speaking channel. However, I'm nice. trying to build that Spanish community. And I got to say that you have been one of the YouTubers that actually has inspired me to, to oh, do this. Oh, so thank you. That's very kind of you much. to say.
0: Well, hey, listen, thank you for
2: the whole panel. Sorry, in the in the chat. No,
0: no, no, no. Listen, it's it, it, first of all the kind words just are extremely humbling. Um, I am glad to, uh, that that you know that somehow the work that I do has inspired you to do your own channel. And uh, like I've said before, the point of me having my channel, one of the most important aspects uh, of building this channel was taking the community and raising everyone that wants to be a part of the community that we know and love. And uh, if that can help you get subs by you being on the show, then I'm doing my job as a host. And of course that is what the goal, the end goal is besides us hanging out and, you know, and gushing over halo but we will come back to you momentarily. Let's continue in with our pan, uh, our panel, our regular prime time gaming brothers, Kay Asante. You and I, we talk. I think we talk more than I talk with my own brother for crying out loud. What's up, man? How you feeling?
3: Oh, I, I am doing great, man. I'm doing great. Thanks for everybody for showing up. The panel, great guests as usual. Bango, welcome once again sour blow i've I, I been keeping an eye on you man you blowing up in a big way around here so i appreciate you being here this is great you know we're, we're gonna talk a lot of halo today we've been talking halo for seemingly like a week now yes and it doesn't seem to get old just like no. the game so i'm excited this is good
0: <laughs> yeah we're you know, here, know it's, it, 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 it's it. funny i i just checked uh my my total uh my total play time uh mm-hmm. with uh halo and halo multiplayer and i'm at three and a half days so far Ooh. Um, See, I, I'm not I, quite
3: that far. I'm two days and 18 hours. So it's yeah, not, I, not that far.
0: <laughs> I, I, well, I'm level 52 um, okay. in Battle Pass, uh, which I will finish that Battle Pass hopefully by the first quarter of next year. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to get those 48 levels, and I am going to finish that Battle Pass. But man, the, the, the single-player campaign has its hooks in me in a way that I go to sleep thinking of Halo, I wake up thinking about Halo, and when I'm not playing Halo, I'm thinking about Halo. It's crazy. It, it's just... It's madness it's how good yeah. this game is, but listen, we're going to continue with the introductions. Next up, the best beard in the business, our very own Viking Wandering Dutch. What's up, brother? How are you feeling?
4: What's up, guys? What's up? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great. I am really looking forward to talking about Halo Infinite. I have um, got a, a review thing that I'm planning on putting up on my channel soon. I've recorded every part of the campaign bar the last kind of ending section. Okay, excellent. Um, So I've got lots of footage to go into it as well. Decent footage, nice 4K sixty image. Um, but I I can't wait to talk about for the first time today, because I haven't mentioned anything on social media, um, anything on Twitter about my thoughts on the game. So I'm looking forward to talking about it with you guys. Um on everything from story to gameplay and everything in between.
0: Yes, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, and that's why we're probably going to get to get to two topics because, well, you know, there's a big panel and the Halo, and everyone's gonna have their you know their time to shine and talk about you know what people are calling uh, their game of the year. It's it's certainly my game of the year uh, for sure but not to be outdone and someone that has this, this halo blueprint folks was literally made for the mag. He told me privately that he, <laughs> he's been in contact with three, four, three, and they specifically made this game for him. So, and, and so, and now, now everyone else can enjoy it. Mag, how are you feeling about that?
5: Oh man, you know what? I, I got to tell you, I know we're going to get into it when you get into the show. However, I got to say that halo is definitely, they've done it the way that I like to play my games. Right. Yes. But uh, we'll get into it when we get into talking, but guys, We got a great show tonight, panel. uh, Look at what we got going on here. We got Bango Mango here. And let me tell you something. I'm not happy with you right now. You know why? You're wearing an undershirt, and I'm wearing a parka with the fire on. Okay? And I'm going to tell you something. I can't wait for global warming. Uh, Everybody's scared of it. I can't wait because guess what? Then I'll be wearing the undershirt, and it'll be snowing in Hawaii. So anyways. All joking aside, great to see you. Sour Blow Gaming, look what we got going on. You know what? As soon as I heard that name, I thought of something funny, and I'm like, you know what? If you were an Xbox hater in 2021, man, this was a year you just got a sour blow. So you know what? (laughs) Anyways, guys, enough joking around. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of great things to get into. Uh, Dutch and uh, Keasanti. Oh, by the way, uh, if you haven't checked out Boom's X-Vlog, I watched it today while I was uh, taking a small break in the kitchen, so I got nice. to check it out. Thank you, sir. Please go check it out. It's like as honest as it gets, man. It's like sitting down with somebody and just listening to their honest thoughts as opposed to like just – reading it from a script and like i'm here for subscribers i'm here for super chats you know what i mean like it's like it's actually like an honest man's opinion go check out his x vlog
0: yeah yeah thank you very much for that Uh, those those are shot from the hip uh there are no scripts with most of them only when i have a lot of notes that i need like specific dates and times i'm gonna have that in front of me on the teleprompter
5: you feel it like you feel like it's
0: genuine you know what i'm saying and that's why i'm telling you people go check
5: it out it's not like You know, they're just there like being a cuck for like uh, the money or whatever, right? Like you actually, it's like a dude sitting down, he's talking and he's he's talking straight from the heart. You guys got to go check it out. But anyways,
0: uh, back to the show, guys. Let's have a great show. Well, thank you so much for the uh, for the vote of confidence, and thank you for checking it out, dude. I'm glad that you, I, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, and it was uh, you know obviously a good good time to get away from work. So yes, uh, and it was long. It was supposed to be 12 to 15 minutes. one Yeah, it was like 24 20 minutes. But that was, was that was crazy. It's a little longer than I thought, but I couldn't stop talking <laughs> about Halo, and that's what we're gonna. Uh, but before we get into the Halo co- topic, that's going to be on the back end of the of the show, folks. We we, we got to talk about uh the Unreal Engine demo that came the way of the Matrix. Uh, it was absolutely stunning. Uh, the 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 highway scene. I watched multiple times, and I was looking for the imperfections to see where we could figure out it went from cinematic to game, and you you could not tell. Uh, it was just uh, it was incredible. But what I think is more in, in, insane is the fact that the coalition helped co-create that yes and that is very very inspiring if you are someone that is looking forward to the next gears of war gears six or whatever it's going to be called um and i was under the impression that this was the small demo that they're working on apparently that not in fact is the case they are actually working on a game, a smaller experience game, which I believe is going to be gears in some in some form or fashion, maybe even a side story, a side mission. But this, they're doing that as well as Gear Six, and they co-created this incredible um, demo. That was just a complete madness to watch. Uh Chaosante, what, what are your thoughts on what we had? And again, folks, I, I had no idea it was for the PlayStation 5 because, well, no one is talking mm-hmm. about PlayStation, so that's why so market let value. Me preface, folks. Let
3: me preface this by, by apologizing now because uh to me, uh the, the Matrix is the, the greatest franchise ever made, like i remember where i was when i first saw it i was actually living in the netherlands at the time i had the flip phone you know the whole <laughs> thing so i'm in the bag for the matrix matrix stand right here first and foremost myself and everborn as well that's how we connect too, my, my brother my, right there myself with you. so so you know i will geek out and i forgive me if, if you don't think it's that big a deal but it was so exciting to me that they were doing this what actually bothers me is that they didn't come out with a full game at the same time because that's what yes. they do, right? Yes. The usually, first Matrix,
0: usually the game comes out right along with the movie, like right. the game yeah. did back in the days.
3: Exactly. Which well, the game well, was well, a lot really of people don't good, know. By the way? The first Matrix, that movie, that, that the game that came with it, had eight hours of additional footage that they shot at the same time they were shooting the movie. That is so correct. Between yes. Matrix 1 and 2, you played getting to Matrix 2. So yeah. you know you got to meet a lot of characters you didn't see in the in the movie, and then you saw them in the Matrix too so yeah. they really like they've always been able to fuse technology and entertainment in that way you know it's it's very very cool. so when I heard this was happening, I was obviously I'm there day one, right so you know that that demo, in addition to the unrealness of it all right they they basically we're able to prove that, yeah, you need you see that thing that was the latest, greatest thing you'd ever seen that took like 120 cameras shooting around you like to make it happen. Yeah, we can all do that inside Unreal now. And yeah. you can't tell the difference. You know, I have seen that movie more Matrix One specifically, more times than I can count, like more times than I can count. And I could tell the difference between the the, the CG versus the real only when when uh, um when uh, Keanu Reeves was walking around I could tell mm. when they first started the whole thing and he was lying down on his desk and and he had his, his headset on and it's you know you see the 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 scribe on the screen I could have sworn that was re- reused assets from the movie film oh. paused it looked at yep. it real and saw the desk situation was different they fooled me I have seen that thing more times than I can count and they fooled me. Okay. <laughs>
0: Here's another little aspect. I'm not sure if anyone did this. Uh, when you take control of the character in the city, oh. and you press the fly button,
3: you can fly all over the place. That's did right. anyone
0: yeah. look in other in people's windows? Yes, I was going to get there. Holy you can, shit! I I looked at the tallest <laughs> skyscraper
3: at the penthouse of the tallest skyscraper, and you look in there, and you can see a vase in the in the window. You can see flowers in the you. Can I see saw paperwork on all the desk. Perfect perfectly rendered now obviously you know the the it's not that it was there before you saw it they're they're using different uh streaming technology that basically anticipates where you're going to go before you get there so by the time you get there it's already been pre-rendered and all that so it's the same as you see now but at a much much higher level next level next gen of technology that that makes you see makes it seem like all that stuff is there now we can talk about the details of the of the uh of the demo itself but what's really exciting to me from a very geeky perspective is uh, uh, uh unreal uh, uh epic I should say is ha- is giving that demo out to developers for free yes yes and not only is it that demo like just that demo that demo is is basically one it's like it's like the no man's sky of demos it's pre-rendered right but it's uh, uh it's a procedure regenerated. All you do is you put in the assets i want trees i want this i want that you put in some specs and it builds the city around your specs so anyone can go in and go i want a small street i want a neighborhood i want a huge city and it will pre-render all of that based on algorithms that have that are built in unreal 5. so no two cities will be the same if you decide to use that tech including the people including the cars so there's a world where some indie dude goes I'm going to create Scooter Man and basically put him into this world, and he's just—you can do that, right? And it looks better than Spider Man's world that exists today. You can you can take the filter off of the you can take the you know the green filter off of the the Unreal Engine the, yes. the demo they showed, and it looks like a normal hustling bustling city. You can go to all these. It is it is unbelievable. Like uh, uh, I think I saw I saw Digital Foundry do. What they do with it, and even they were absolutely flabbergasted. How the hell can this run? You know, how is this possible? Even on the Series S, it's you know, top notch, amazing. You can see the uh, everything is ray traced. Of course, you can see reflections all over the place. That they really took it there with in all aspects. The only place where it's still a little bit off, and that's because it's still in demo phase. It still needs to be optimized a bit. So, like when you're using it and you're playing with it you can tank the frame rate pretty drastically if you like if you start like flying around with that drone really really fast in the cities you can start seeing it you know chug down a bit but that's because the thing is demo it's not even officially out yet yes. and you know as with all things as they are slowly progressing through the game uh progressing through the engine optimizing it cleaning it up you'll see that all that stuff gets worked out but yeah in general that that demo was absolutely i mean mind-blowing I, I don't know if 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 and if you haven't had a chance to check it out it's on everything well on everything current gen not last yes, gen right so you should definitely go check it out uh i'm one thing and 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 i've seen it but i haven't really like done any of the research yet i'm pretty damn sure that between now and the time the movie releases people will find secrets in that city because every sign has a weird message every huh. like like, yes, I that's saw interesting. like I said, I'm a matrix dude. So as soon as you give me a matrix world, <laughs> I know they're hiding things. And they are definitely hiding things in this world. Like there, there are certain parts of the world where when you walk up to it, you see green, like a green thing pointing to signs, and you get close and it says, Hey, there's a half pipe. The uh there are like uh, uh things in the city that that's there's a part that's just nothing but half pipes. Like, can you find it? And then you can go look look around this huge world to try and find it. Every time you look at a sign at the top, it shows we, we promise free loot, you know, like and it's pointing arrows that I'm telling you, mark my words, there will be a time where they'll go, hey, and somebody discovered all this weird stuff in that Matrix world. It is there. You just have to go find it because, you know, it's the Matrix. That wow. city is huge.
0: It's, so it's really hard to
3: yeah. go. I, I spent a lot. I, I spent an ungodly amount of time just walking around, crashing cars, uh the, uh, the the person who you end up walking as when you when you're uh, once the, the matrix once the demo is actually done that's also auto generated, it's not a human, it's a meta human based off of Unreal Five tech. So oh, they basically wow. generated that face. Gen, uh, I, I, I was talking about it with with slow mo. Uh, shout out to, to finally getting black hair right. Salute to that, because that has been <laughs> such a difficult thing that gamer that gaming devs have either not wanted to deal with or could not deal with. And this thing does it effortlessly. We had to stop for a moment and go, you see those cornrows? Yeah, that's how it's done. (laughs) So, yes, it is absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. And supposedly um, um, through some research when you do the reading, they even, um, not this demo, but Unreal 5 in general will even run on the Switch. So you should expect to see this thing everywhere. You know, it's, it's, it's very exciting times. Yeah
0: absolutely uh let's let's bring in a wandering dutch in the conversation obviously you you you're you're a man of tech uh this this is impressive uh it's impressive for a lot of reasons specifically for xbox uh not that not that sony or nintendo are not going to use unreal engine 5 but senua's uh you know hellblade 2 is going to be unreal engine 5 uh which is which is very interesting um, and we're going to get our first, we, we got a first shot of it during the game awards. People are still talking about that demo. Uh, I believe that demo stole the entire show. I don't know if it specifically was Jeff's idea to get it out there first, but as great as the show was, it was hard for, uh, any, anything else to compare. It just was, yeah. uh, literally a mind blowing, but getting, getting back to the matrix demo, This is, uh, we we know that Microsoft, for a lot of their games, are going to be using Unreal Engine 5. Uh, We know that, again, Hellblade 2 is one of them confirmed. Uh, What do you think about this demo? And should Xbox gamers get very excited because, well, the future is literally in front of our eyes? Uh, A few parts to this
4: one because I'm, uh, as much as I love, technology in the demo i always prefer seeing it in practical um so seeing developers work on it as opposed to seeing an engine tech demo now obviously this one was a little bit different because it was in collaboration with the coalition which helped them produce this matrix demo um, and that should get
0: everyone excited because could you imagine what coalition the years is going but at to the same like.
4: time i think and everybody has said this over the last generation anyway The Coalition are pretty much masters of of maximizing Unreal as an engine. If you you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Because when when Rod Ferguson brought
3: Gears with him to to Black Tusk, he brought a bunch of Epic guys who had been made Unreal. And they're still there. So if you are Epic and you need Unreal turned around
4: real quick, who do you go to? The people who helped make it. Coalition. Yeah,
6: it
2: makes sense.
4: it wasn't specifically the engine demo, the matrix demo, that's got me excited. It was actually seeing the the in engine, the game engine itself running Hellblade 2 that got me more excited than the matrix demo. Mm-hmm. I say that specifically because uh, we've seen across many years the engine itself being tested and shown off in a tech technical aspect yes. while when it comes out. Um, And it's never always realized to its full extent until the very end of the generation. So as much as the Matrix demo is amazing to see what happens in the future, what I want to see is more the practical side of it. So what are these developers doing with it right now? And we got that pretty much the same time because Hellblade showed off. The first game that is using... Six and a half
0: minutes OPS, by the way.
4: The first game that's using the Unreal Engine 5. Um, We know the vast majority of developers now are, are... transferring over if not already working on unreal games now um for the newest um technology however seeing it more implemented in in a game space as opposed to just on a tech engine that was what got me excited um like i say primarily just because we've seen unreal engine one two three four um all showing off in a technical aspect beforehand and it's always great to see what the engine's capable of um, but it's always much more refreshing to see that engine being put to use by the developers. Um, yes. So, as much as I'm excited for what the engine is capable of, I'm more excited to see what the developers can do with it because those tech engines, sorry, those those tech um, demos that we see of these engines are never always created by game developers to show off the engine, they're created by the developers of an engine to show off an engine. So it's not something that where the imagination sparks and goes, oh, let's have a look at this and let's see what this can do and that can do and X, Y, and Z. Um, so things that didn't impress me during the, the, the demo was like the basic stuff, like the shooting and the driving and the basic world physics and things that you could tell weren't developed by a developer. Um yeah, those were there just there for fun. Yeah, just for the it sake of the, it.
3: It wasn't your attention they were trying to grab with that. Exactly.
4: Sure. And this is why I'm no. pushing more towards I want to see how the developers do it and seeing what the the immersive way that the Hellblade demo showed off what it could do. Um and and how the game was currently looking. Um obviously that was just a six-minute slice of what is probably going to be the largest developed game in the history of Ninja Theory. Um and obviously their most ambitious title. And and seeing what they can do with that small slice was much more um, much more of an eye-opener to me because it shows, first of all, you couldn't distinguish the and like previous the previous Hellblade game, you couldn't it was never a distant difference between gameplay and then the cutscene. Um and same applied to this one, the CGI and the actual gameplay segment blended immaculately to the point where you couldn't tell what was the out of gameplay segment, yes, to the in gameplay segment, and yeah. that's the part that. Scott well, you know, made because excited. there was
0: no prompts on the screen, you couldn't yeah. tell if she, if the, the player was throwing the spear, or that was the, or the, I wasn't say the film, if that was the actual cinematic, which is pretty impressive.
4: And that's the, I mean, that's that's a thing with Hellblade as well, obviously, and even on the first one, you didn't have any on screen prompts um, until like certain segments and certain certain parts. Um, so it gives; it's better for the immersion that way, um, and that's why, I, again, Ninja Theory are my my highest rated developer in terms of they are underrated to a vast degree on a technological level. I think that company will end up being probably one of the best in the industry, if not above Playground Games when they get into the swing of things.
0: No, no, no uh, doubt about it. Yeah, uh, Microsoft is sitting pretty with uh, the initiative. Uh, and several of their developers, uh Ninja Theory being, I think top. I, I think what what we're going to eventually see from Ninja Theory is they're going to become the Insomniac, uh, in my opinion, of Xbox. Uh, the, the, I think the,
4: the Naughty Dog, as you would say, the the yeah maybe the Naughty Dog, yeah, yeah, the storytellers. I wouldn't say the reason I don't see Insomniac is because they they, don't they really they do, do a cinematics. different studio altogether. Yeah. yeah, they're a different studio yeah. altogether though. They are fun gameplay, but they're wacky gameplay. When we're talking about like serious games with realistic details and things like that you you look a naughty dog and now xbox of course we had our shooters but they're not realistic shooters so we had our gears of war which was like again another futuristic alternate timeline you had like you had halo which is like as we see now which and what we'll talk about but that's a, a space shooter so again it's not like a realistic game as it were whereas hellblade is set years prior in like again viking era um obviously that is a realistic period of time um and likewise the likes of naughty dog the likes of the last of us etc was is kind of a modern day dystopian issue where what would happen if a big virus took hold and killed off the world and you had to x y and z that's more realistic based game and that's where you see companies really push things because you can have artistic free reign when things are futuristic um you can have artistic free reign when it's cartoon kind of games like ratchet and clanks etc because then it's based around kind of more animation type that you would find in a pixar movie etc and you don't have to worry about the level of detail and skin and things like that because it's artistic right when you come to, when you come into the detail the nitty-gritty most realistic games then you're looking at the likes of naughty dog and uh, and Ninja Theory because they they want to have the level of detail you can see with a fine tooth comb, um, and that's what I'm excited for. But yeah, in in terms of the engine capabilities, I've I've spoken to a few um, indie devs and developers overall so so far about Unreal Engine Five, and and it really for them, it's just how simple that engine is to use. Specifically, coming across from um, Unreal Engine Four it is literally just. L- pretty much pick up where you left off, but here's an extra bunch of tools you can use. Um, That's going to make it so much easier for you to develop. Um, So I think going forward, it's more the fact that these developers have now, as opposed to just the technology itself expanding and getting better, it's just how much easier it is for developers, both new and old, um, to create their vision for games going forward. And that's the exciting part of it for me.
0: I mean, again, the, you, you hit it on the head with uh, Ninja Theory being, uh, you know, it, it be really seeing the, the, what a game could look like and see how tr- the transition from cinematic to gameplay back to transition. We, I couldn't tell. I honestly could not yeah. tell. A lot of people <laughs> couldn't tell. Um, yeah. Before I bring in our guests, I got to bring in the mag. Mag, you are yeah. a cinema fan. Uh, obviously, yes. uh, we know the, how much uh, films mean to you. But what does this demo mean to you when you see how unbelievable the next generation is going to be in regards to storytelling? Using the Unreal Engine 5 and having a team like the Coalition not only co-develop this demo, but we know that they are the masters of their craft. I can only imagine what Gears, the next Gears, whatever it's Mm -hmm. called, is going to look like. What are your thoughts on the demo and and the fact that they helped co-create it? Uh, well, first things first is that um the fact that uh, the coalition helped co-create
5: it, that should have been played up a lot more. I, I think agree, that, 100%. Like, that they was they not, kind of low-keyed that. They very low-keyed that. I think that should have been front and center. They should have been very, very loud about it, very vocal, because you know how the other side does it, right? When <laughs> the other side does it, they will tell you <laughs> while you're sleeping, they will poke you and be like, hey, by the way, we did this.
0: Right? And they'll and they also put it on a basketball buses, court. Yeah, they'll put it on a basketball court. They'll put nature. it on the,
5: right, they'll put it on the subways <laughs> uh, in New York when Spider-Man comes out. They got Miles Morales all over the subway stations and whatever else, right? They should have put that front and center. They should have made more of a big deal about it. And you know what I thought about as a missed opportunity was last year, you guys remember the Unreal Engine 5 demo they showed in the PS5 that everybody was, like, wetting their pants over? Mm-hmm. Yes. You remember that one? With I the did. girl, the, the woman? Yeah. Yes. And the rocks and all that stuff. And everybody's like, Mm -hmm. it's over. The rocks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's over. The generation's over. And I'm like, (laughs) what's going on here? And they're like, Sony's doing this, but nobody else can. They did that because their, their messaging was outstanding. This is the power of the PS5. This is what our developers are doing. This is what Sony's bringing you next generation. This is what the PlayStation 5 can do. Buy it now or whatever. Get your pre-orders in, whatever, that kind of thing, right? A
3: quick quick aside, Mag, before I I would like to continue. Uh, uh, I just saw the Super Chat, and I also did a little bit of quick research, and it's absolutely correct. Technically, Mm -hmm. technically, Senua Saga uh, is not Unreal Engine 5. It is running on Unreal Engine 2.5 and 2.6 in beta right now. It will be 5 when it releases, but what they showed you was technically Unreal Engine 4. Come on, man are you kidding uh, me yes. 4.4.26 um yeah. 4.26
4: The they dragged it into the unreal engine 5 so there is a, elements there that are in 5 but yes that was primarily built on 4.26 Yep, so You, you know, real, real quick. Real before <laughs> crazy.
0: Before we get into let Mag finish his point, I want to shout out. First of all, I'm going to catch up on the super chats momentarily, but I got to shout out Mr. Joanna Dark. Obviously, mm. he's been on this show several times. He's a an incredible community member. He obviously works for Microsoft. He has folks donated a Halo Infinite campaign code. Uh, which I will be wow, giving awesome. away. I'm going to nice. be drawing uh, once we get into the Halo topic. Uh, Mr. Joanna Dark, thank you for the generosity, my brother. And of Too course, kind. we're going to get to your super chat momentarily, but that is very kind. So that's right. Uh, courtesy of Mr. Joanna Dark, someone tonight is winning. A code for Halo Infinite campaign, which is pretty dope. But please, Matt, continue yes. on your story because I again, there's a lot. There's a lot to get in here, and I really do. I'm glad you brought it up, to be honest with you, because I think they were too quiet about it. Because yes. I didn't know that they had until I read several articles. of Wait a second, the Coalition had something to do with this. How come Microsoft wasn't screaming from the exactly. rafters? I don't know.
5: I don't know. Like, I found out the day after. Like, same deal, boom. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. All of a sudden, I'm like, what? When did that happen? Like, why wasn't that front and center? Why weren't they on stage? Why wasn't it like, hi, guys, we worked on this with, you know, with with Epic and this and that with the other thing? They really should have brought that to light. Anyways, there might be, you know, I look at some people, uh, some of the comments in the chat right now, and a lot of people are saying, you know, they could be doing that because of reasons. And that is possible.
3: PlayStation? Yeah, I don't know. A minority they, stake
5: maybe they're working while well, there's that too. Uh, but maybe there's other, maybe they got something else going on. Maybe they got some projects that haven't been announced yet. Hmm. Um, who the hell knows? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I just personally think that they should have brought it a little bit more front and center and they really should have driven the point home that this is what uh team Xbox is doing. This is the, poten- anyways, what I'm going to get into here very quickly is that what I saw when I watched that and that I experienced it for myself at home was all I saw was potential and it's potential for what we're going to see in the future, what can be done. And I didn't look at it as like, okay, I'm just going to play this fun little thing and just walk around the city and do this. And that look at vases through windows. I don't, I didn't care about that. What I was looking at is, this is, And, you know, uh, b- both Dutch and Asante said it, is that it's the potential of what can be done in the future, what we can see, the immersiveness of the worlds get to the point where it literally feels like you are walking around in a city and you are doing these things. And you will not be disappointed when you look down an alleyway and all you see is a polygon, right? You will look down that ho- that that alleyway, let's say. Okay, in between a building and you'll see a cat walking around. You'll see some garbage dumped over a dump. You might see a homeless guy drinking a bottle of booze, whatever. Right. You might see all those things. And those are the little details that add to that realism and immersiveness that we've all been craving all the way back since the 80s when we've been playing this game, the games. And what have we been asking for? Just bring it more, you know, more realistic, more realistic, more realistic. I mean, obviously, keep it fun. But at the same time, when you're getting to this, we're finally getting to that point where we can actually say, wow, this looks like real life. You remember when we said that in, like, 95, when, like, the first two came out? Yeah. You know? And they're like, wow, it looks like real life. And I'm like, I don't remember (laughs) anybody's chest looking like pyramids. But anyway, that's the point. The thing is, we really can say that now. We officially can say... Wow, yeah. this looks like real life. Now, there is one thing. I did notice that, um, the, the, the difference between the reality and, of course, the rendered uh, pictures. The only things I spotted were um, the skin color. Like, it's not the color, the skin texture, excuse me, not the color, the texture of the skin. Sometimes on, in certain lighting, it looked just like Asante said. You know when uh, Neo had his head down on the table, uh, like from the first movie, and it says, wake up, Neo, or whatever? Mm-hmm. That looked like straight out of the movie. Yeah, it yes. did. All right. However, when he was in the car and some of the lighting hit his face, I was like, hey, like it kind of looked like plasticine for half a second.
3: And like, and also the you know, mouth movements a little bit. Sometimes a little, just little, a little bit, bit of, of the mouth movements.
5: Yeah, it's ever so slight is the mouth movement and the head movement. It looked a little too jerky. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you're like and all of a sudden he's like, Trinity, you know, and I'm like, oh, ah! like, like he moved like kind of <laughs> freaky, like a mannequin's head moving. Right. So yeah. that, but besides that. Um, it was very difficult to tell. Uh, now the last thing you say, we were talking about, of course, this uh, the coalition business. I say bold statement here, folks, and I want everybody in the chat to see if they agree or disagree with me or boo me off the damn show. I say shelve gear six, and I want a sequel to The Path of Neo. That's all I have oh to
0: say. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> now, could you imagine if they are working on an exclusive Matrix game? Well, there is a rumor, it is. Just a rumor, but there's
5: a rumor that they that that it may they may be they, Well, they didn't say who, they just said they someone's working on a matrix game.
6: Huh.
3: So, real quick, uh, um, the Verge did a very good breakdown with uh Ann Moss and, and uh and Keanu Reeves talking about this demo. Yes, I watched and that, that yeah. question was asked. Mm-hmm. And the way Keanu answered that question mm-hmm. all but confirms that there's a game in the works. Yes, my question is. Why didn't it come out when the game, the movie's coming out? Maybe it's way too early. But it looks like it is being, it is being worked on. Because the way he said it was a little too tongue in cheek. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't disrespect where your bread is buttered, and he kind of did that. (laughs) So yeah, you know it's something's in the but works. What, what
0: if this is the project that the coalition is working on? They oh, are working no, on it. Don't, don't, don't excite
3: me. Stop it. I'm
0: don't, just saying. Don't me. I <laughs> want a
5: sequel to The Path it of Neo. It makes sense, does The PS2 and original <laughs> Xbox or whatever it Bro, was.
3: I've actually redownloaded The Path of Neo on PC, and I play it. I played it recently. Excellent. I love it that much. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm so like, there for it. Go for England. it. Oh,
5: boy. We could take a break from Gears. I actually have no problem with that. Maybe some people boo me off the show, but oh no, no, I'm getting a lot of yeses in the chat. Never mind, I'm not going to take it back. Yeah, Mm. okay. (laughs) I want it. I said, shelf Gears Six, give it some time to breathe. Because remember, when when uh, when Coalition started hammering out Gears after Gears after Gears between four, the anniver, what was it, the remake of the first one or the remaster of the first one? Then five. It's like, guys, enough. Calm down. Let's take a break do some kind of a matrix situation they clearly have the chops to do it they already have done something to that extent already why not just do that and then you know what give gears another 3 4 years and then So, end it so off you're saying you
0: thing. don't want a Marcus Venus collection done in Unreal Engine 5 is what you okay, saying
5: Well they could do that in between to like you yes.
0: know, sort of sort of self fund their
5: but well, not that they need funding but you know what i mean usually, that's usually what they do, right? People do remasters and whatever in order to gauge excite, you know, garnish some excitement for whatever they're working on in the future. I say go with that, but do it in like two, three years from now. And then release gear six and four years from now. But in between then, they've got the potential to work on a new IP, work on a Matrix game. Just do it. So yeah, man, I mean, listen, based on
3: based on some reporting that has been said by I think Jez Corden, they might already be a step ahead of you. They didn't say the Matrix because I'd be I'd be all over the place. But supposedly they're working on something smaller in between the next Gear Six.
0: Yeah, so, that's confirmed. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's an know, Unreal Engine Five project. You know, yeah, that yeah, that game is down. not no even coming on out on anytime
3: show. soon. The, the the Gear Six. So you know they're they're spread, they're spreading their wings a little bit,
0: which which all we right, all that's appreciate. Good to see. You know, nice. Well, listen, let me catch up with Super Chats and we'll get Bango Mango's opinion about it. We have Brian Hopkins drops an outstanding $10 Super Chat to open up today's show and says, What up, Boom? You got the awesome Bango Mango and Sour Blow Gaming on the panel. Going to be a great show. Yes, indeed it is. And thank you for the generosity, Brian. Definitely appreciate that. Bunty drops an outstanding $20 Super Chat and says, I am loving this game. Please, please. For the love of Joe, I just threw that in there. No spoilers. If there's any spoilers, let me know because uh, now, boom, because I'm trying to do everything like you, and I almost finished everything, and I'm into the story. And no, no, yeah, we're not doing no spoiler talking. We're not giving away any of the good stuff, so don't worry about that. Thank you for the generosity, Bunty, Uh Kate. Um, we also have Brian Hopkins drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, with that tech demo hitting in an astounding way, now I need a new Matrix game created. Yeah. For. An Unreal Engine 5, indeed. Mr. Joanna Dark says, Good evening, gentlemen. Such an incredible panel tonight, and excited to sit down and enjoy tonight's show. Halo is back after dropping a $5 super chat. And of course, he also donated uh, the Halo Infinite campaign, which we'll be giving away later on. Crazy Lou Gaming drops a $2 super chat and says, Boom, check your DM. I will certainly do that, brother. Uh, We have Don Otaku drops a $5 super chat and says Hellblade 2's gameplay was still running on the Unreal Engine 4.26 according to VentureBeat. They haven't even transferred to the Unreal Engine 5 yet. And that's saying something, folks. That mm-hmm. is saying something. Pixel Bit G drops a $2 Uber chat and says, Did you enable night mode visiting yellow markers? I did. Uh, and it was breathtaking. The, the night today was just in- incredible. Bangle, let's get your opinion on this, brother. This demo came out of nowhere. Now, obviously, it's being used as a marketing tool for the Matrix that's coming out on the, the, just before Christmas. I believe it was on the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. It's close. I can't wait to watch it. Thankfully, I have uh, HBO Max, so I don't have to go to the movie theater and die. Which is why I'm not going to see Spider Man because, yeah, I, I'd rather live. My I asked my brother Neo Mental, "Hey, listen, should we chance?" And he says this to me, and I quote, "Dude, I love you." I love Spider-Man, but I also like living, so I'm not <laughs> going to see uh, nice. and, Very and, and I will wait the 45 days and watch it for on, on one of my streaming services. So I can
3: imagine Neo Mental saying that too. He's and that then, yeah, that does sound like <laughs> him, doesn't it?
0: Uh but bango. What what are your thoughts on this demo? This is this is pretty impressive, and, and to see that we have several of the Xbox Studios front and center using this and one of which of course is the coalition masters of the unreal engine what what what, what is your excitement level for it
1: all i gotta say guys is gear six is gonna be crazy man <laughs> whenever this game comes out whether um takes a breather like mag says even if it takes a breather can you imagine gear six if it had four to five extra years on the unreal engine five it's going to be it's going to be crazy you know and coalition i think mag hit it on the nose um in regards to my thoughts in regards and so i'll get into the whole um coalition aspect and then i'll go into my thoughts on top of the unreal engine demo itself but um i don't know if you guys remember but the coalition released a little a little tidbit back in the day where they i'm not sure if they um showed aspects of project mara and um, that's another project that they're working yes, on the horror regard- the horror stuff yes yeah. the horror game and things like that i'm not sure if it was connected to that so you can correct me if i'm wrong but i remember they showed uh, a kitchen you know <clears throat> it was a kitchen and some aspects of like sinks and things like that that looked phenomenal and if you guys, and that looked as real as anything, as real as taking a picture of a, I think they did a side by side. Yes, comparison. they did a side by side. Yes, yes, you know. And if that is what you're telling, I didn't know this before, but if that's what you're telling me, and it's not even utilizing the full aspect of the Unreal Engine Five, my gosh, my gosh, does the coalition? I can't even have words for it, you know. And correct me if I'm wrong, too, panel, but. In regards to the other Xbox studios, or at least Xbox-related games, we have Redfall utilizing yes. Unreal Engine 5. Yep. We have Outer Worlds 2, I think, yes. P- potentially using Unreal Engine 5. Stalker is already confirmed. Stalker 2 is going to be Unreal Engine 5. Is it really? You know? Stalker yes. 2? Yep, correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. I had I no idea. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. That's
0: releasing in the spring, which I cannot that's right. Wait. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's coming
1: up. Yep. Yeah, Xbox Mm -hmm. exclusive on that one as well, you know, and then now Hellblade and then so with all of that and then having the excitement of someone as profound as the coalition, um, the potential of the Xbox studio moving forward, Xbox studios moving forward has me super excited because you have multiple people and if you have wizards like the coalition coming in and helping the other studios along with this. Like, man, we're looking at a good twenty twenty-two. We're looking at a good twenty twenty-three guys, you know, and that's regardless. And how crazy, like, how crazy would it be if the quote unquote small project that they're working on is any matrix related? I don't think it is either, but it's just high hopes. One high... could hope. One could hope. I know when you were saying it, I was tripping out. I was like, My gosh, that's their small project. What's their big project? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. man. But um So, so yeah. to
3: confirm. Redfall is using Unreal Engine 5. Okay, uh Project one. Mara was made by the Ninja Theory. Ninja
2: Theory, yes.
3: Yes, but they are all there are more uh, uh developers developer which is surprising when PlayStation uh, uh bought a stake in them. There are more Xbox developers using Unreal than there's almost any the other case, are developer. Are
5: using Unreal Engine yeah, it's yes. money at the end of the yes. day. They yes. don't care,
3: <laughs> Yeah, state of the K three is also using Unreal Engine five. Wow. They're yeah, the all, wow. in, which is very weird because now Microsoft has like ID Tech and all these other ridiculous yep. engines that yep. could do yep. it as well.
0: We shall see. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. Go ahead. Continue.
0: No, no, yeah, continue, brother.
1: Yeah, and, and when you're as you guys are speaking, when you wrap your mind around it the potential of the Xbox studios gets me really excited, you know, and then diving into the, um, my impressions of the demo itself. I agree with everyone saying there was times where I think when it comes to characters and the facial animations of the demo itself, um, it's definitely a leap forward, you know, but um, for me, it's the environments that blew me away. I could not tell, like like Kiasante and Dutch and Mag was saying earlier, you're walking through there and you don't know, you literally don't know, you know. And just adding to that, you know, and how perfect Kiasante being a cinema person yourself, how perfect that the Unreal Engine Five demo would be tied into the Matrix and that type of lore, you know, bringing it full circle. And it was, I believe, the first Matrix was 1999. When yes, it came out, you know, many moons ago. Many <laughs> moons ago, that was, twi- uh, it was twenty-two years ago. You know, and I remember watching that movie and seeing the aspects of it, and thinking to myself, "Wow, that that'd be crazy. Yeah. Can you even imagine that?" And now we have something scarily and excitingly yeah. to that point, we have something like that in gaming. You know, and so with that, um it just gets me excited for the potential of gaming. It gets me. A- Excited for the potential of Xbox Studios. Um, I honestly didn't spend too much time. Um, I guess it's like the in me, as we say in Hawaii. Um, I, I I took the drone in in in, in the uh, in the demo, and you can fly it anywhere and things like that. But I noticed that if you hit the cars, it kind of pushes you back. So mm-hmm. I'm there. Flying around the city and exploring it and enjoying its beauty, and then I go down to the freeway and I'm playing my own little mini games, running through the drone and trying to dodge all the cars and things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I spent I spent a lot of my time doing that, but also um, admiring all the goodness that it has. And so yeah, adding and wrapping up my points and all, excited for the potential of Xbox Studios and how much people are utilizing Unreal Engine Five. Excited for the potential of gaming, tying it all into the to the Matrix and. 22 years if we can get to this point where we thought quote unquote a sci-fi movie becomes reality now Mm -hmm. um the future of gaming 22 years from now is i want the hollow (laughs) deck uh yes (laughs) thank you boom. thank you thank you i want the hollow deck or i want or
0: or or i want uh to get uh what was that steven Spielberg movie um Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite. Oh, favorites, Ready though. Player One? Yes, I want Ready Player One. Ready I just Player want one. the holodeck,
5: and I want the Playboy Mansion. That's it. I don't need gaming. <laughs> oh, that is gaming for me.
6: Changing
0: okay. the game. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that, that went down a dark path. But you know what? And an exciting dark path, nonetheless. But listen, <laughs> let's bring Sour Blow Gaming in on the final uh part of this question. Now we're going to move right into the big topic of the evening. That is the Halo Infinite live on air review. From everyone, Sour Blow, how impressed were you with this demo that pretty much dropped out of
2: nowhere? Okay, well, first of all, I gotta say I have a Xbox Series S, so I didn't get the full blown experience. But coming from using a three hundred dollars box, I was super impressed that a a console, a three hundred dollar console, could actually run this, and. The way it looks, it's it's it was mind blowing, and I do think that with all this, uh, well, this is kind of the first time where consoles are kind of up to pair, like to what technology uh, the PC is using, like the, uh, the RDNA architecture, and also the processors. So it gives, it's gonna give developers like a higher, uh, a higher ceiling on what they can do, starting the the generation. And I can only imagine towards the end of the generation. I, I think this is, this is gonna be an amazing generation.
0: Yeah, for- indeed it is. Yeah, absolutely. It is going to be specifically for Xbox because uh, PlayStation gamers have been treated. Uh, for quite some time, with very, very cinematic experiences. Yes. Uh, and uh, again, you can't argue what you know what their game studios has done. They they have really put forth some incredible titles during the playstation 4 and they're continuing that with the playstation 5 generation uh but what i'm excited for as an xbox gamer is many xbox gamers have been asking for that cinematic presentation and we are going to get that in many forms and many fashions moving forward i think you're going to see that kind of uh, high graphical style come to fable I think we're going to get that in avowed. I think we're going to. I think we're going to get that in perfect dark. We're going to obviously get that in Hellblade. Okay. Plus, plenty of the things that we don't know that they're working on potentially bringing back older IPs, newer IPs. Uh, it it's, it is indeed going to be a very exciting time. Now we just got Everborn Saga to join us. What's going on, Everborn? How you feeling?
7: Oh, I am exhausted, man. I just got <laughs> off like a ten-hour production call. Oh, wow. Uh, That was uh, mind numbing. And we (laughs) turned out it was just some uh, server timestamps being out of sync. Okay. We were checking APIs, all this stuff. Stop the,
3: speaking Greek to the uh, people. Stop it. it. Sounds
7: like a lot of fun K, and boring.
3: Kay, you
0: know what I'm talking about because well, you I probably know exactly what you're you. talking
3: about. And I don't want to hear about it. People well, here's it? the
0: thing you weren't playing Halo, so life is boring. Sorry. It is. Yes, exactly. Sorry to. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Speaking of which, let's, let's get into the Halo topic. We have a very big panel. We are an hour, just under an hour in. Boom. We, yes, sir. Let me ask
7: you a question. And I yes. did you guys talk about the Matrix already? Or is that we you literally just, just wrapping it? it up. You want to put okay. something
3: in there? Five, five seconds. So, okay. Uh, I told and, you, and, he's just as big a fan as I am. Go ahead, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm
7: not gonna bring my uh, Matrix stannery into this because then okay, it'll be cool, cool, a cool. three hour <laughs> <laughs> podcast. But cool. there's there, there is uh and and Reloaded was the best Matrix. Fight me, but again, oh, that's not we what we're here for. All right, so. <laughs> Um something very interesting, and I don't know if you guys brought this up, but uh, Epic is providing that open world tool set and all those assets to for free yes. to anyone
0: that uses um, – Ksante, in fact, brought that up as a matter of fact. Right. So, then, so yeah. there's
7: a there was a thread. I think I shared it in the chat, and I can't remember the gentleman's name who said it but what they pointed out is that epic is trying to bring the economics of uh filmmaking into the the game development area right and so the thing is uh now that you have a tool that can do something like a realistic cityscape right that like that what can smaller teams do now when they don't have to worry about
6: Creating Limitless. a whole world
7: from scratch, right? And because it is a real world scene, right? So if the setting of your game is fantasy or if it's if it's sci-fi, that's different. But because that's a real world and it's an object that we always we can all understand, right? And I saw I saw that super chat, Don Otaku. It <laughs> is. The w- super listen, listen. <laughs> we can debate that later, right? But the point oh, is. Yeah. You know, uh, anyone will tell you, a filmmaker will tell you that the uh, cheapest film you can make is uh, two actors and a camera in a real world setting, because you don't have to build a set from scratch. As video game developers, we have to, or or, everything needs to be built from scratch. That is the thing that takes up the man hours and the people is just asset creation. So if you have a tool like this, Imagine you just want to make a superhero game, and the city's right there for you. Spider Man is what it is because you didn't 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 catch the the
3: beginning part of the show. I I didn't catch. I'm looking forward to. I said I'm looking forward to Spider Man coming out very soon. Right. But but (laughs) but here's the
7: thing. Here's the thing. What I'm looking forward to is indie games that may have a super interesting story or or innovative uh, play mechanics that just happened to take place in the city and the developer can focus on those things. Like imagine like a a sort of a noir detective story that just takes place in a living, breathing city like that, that you can do, right? So um, see Splendiferous gets it, but anyway, I won't take your time (laughs) up with that. I just think we are in for a crazy treat this generation and the old guard is is going to be on notice Yes, Because when, when you realize, and we've seen the beginning of, uh, of this with things like the Ascent, right? Now with UE5, and remember, uh, Ninja Theory is a team of what, like 100 people? And they were able to do that with UE5. Smaller teams and independent devs are going to make things that we deem AAA today, right? And And further than that and the thing about smaller teams being able to do that when you don't have to spend a 100 million dollar budget or a 200 million dollar budget guess what you can be more creative and take more risks yes, with the course. stories you tell and the play mechanics cuz what what how does it work today it is the indie games that sort of bring us these new mechanics and then once right. they become popular the big studios come That's on right. And they kind of take that and then polish it up and then put it in a big package. So imagine now when you have smaller studios that can give us AAA uh, quality um, environments and visuals, but also have that innovative and risk-taking play mechanics and stories. We're in for a treat. But that's it. That's all I want to say because I know we got to go on to to Taylor.
2: Can I add something real quick? Yeah,
7: please. By all means, go
2: ahead. Um uh Banger was mentioning something about before about uh these images with the sayings and all these uh mm-hmm. other things that looks photorealistic that's being created by ninja theory Yes. And they say they're creating all these ad sets. What if they're creating all these ad sets to share within the xbox studios? oh no the, that
0: the, we, we we you know it's funny you say that because it has been confirmed already that each studio is helping out with another i mean obviously we we heard coalition helped with the with halo halo mm-hmm. infinite that you see on your screen okay and they they came in and one, one of the things that sony has been known to do and their studios is help one another when That's they're right. having difficulty and i've said this for years i'd love to see it come to xbox and in fact it has been uh, uh something that they've been doing on a regular basis
7: right so if ninja theory can help uh studios with motion capture right if um if if um um turn 10 and 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 uh playground can help people with like photogrammetry if if uh rare can help people with the water physics and things like that imagine but now you don't want games to feel samey but there's certain things where you can give tips to people, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Right.
6: Absolutely.
3: Have you guys, uh, while we transition off to the Halo point, have you guys noticed that the word Ninja Theory is in Halo? Yes, yes like, it is on like the, the is. They, they, I suspect that at some point when they when they break it down, you will find out that a lot more hands were in the pot than we thought.
0: Oh, there might be there's studio a lot of work here.
2: Easter yeah. eggs. There's even yeah. uh, Killer Instinct comes up.
0: Thank you. I was just mm-hmm. literally going to say that mm-hmm. There was a Killer Instinct. Let, one, which let, got me very excited. Guys, let me ask you guys a question about Halo.
7: We know that the coalition helped out. We know, and it seems like they got help from their other studios. You know, and and it makes sense. Listen, Master Chief, he's the king, right? So the way Xbox goes the way of Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Master Chief delivers, Xbox is is in a good place. Phil Spencer said this himself. But let me ask you a question. Since it was all hands on deck to get this thing out, and by all accounts, they've they've exceeded everyone's expectations, um, could it be that some of the reasons we don't have dates on other projects is because all hands were on deck to focus on helping 343 out? get it this out the
0: door could very well be yeah the, the, i mean it was we listen we we won't know until someone writes a book or until they tell us but i i, I we think need an episode to...
7: seven of uh xbox
0: on <laughs> power on yeah yeah, <laughs> <Power> on, <laughs> yeah. 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 well uh, well again that's that someone actually did that let me just let me catch up with some of the super chats there's been quite a few since i stopped before and then we're going to get into the halo topic danny passion official good friend of the show he drops final super chances. The coalition just helped to optimize the demo for stability, memory, etc. The demo was made to showcase the Unreal Engine Five, and I'm pretty sure that WB paid for it. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. I don't think a coalition had anything to do with paying for anything. That's all on WB, but it is because uh, it was the Matrix. But I, I, they did help. And knowing that they are, again, knowing that they are already the masters and they had a, a hand in on it gets me super excited for whatever they're working on. And more importantly, gears whatever uh that they release drawn tj drops a five High Boom and says, "Hi, booming panel hellblade 2 looked amazing and new dune rts great time to be a gamer indeed yeah uh, yeah i'm not an rts kind of a guy unless it's aliens versus predator i don't know if anyone remembers that rts from the og mm-hmm. xbox days it was dope as f absolutely loved it still own it and it's like three hundred dollars on eBay, which is ridiculous. Uh oh, get Don taco drops a final super chat and says, Please ban Everborn from the podcast for that, ma- Listen, for that terrible. I can
7: back that take up. Okay. I anytime you cheap, know what find plug. Me on Twitter.
3: Cheat plug. We will be doing on the real edition of the Matrix when Revelations uh, uh Resurrections comes out. And we can go into all of
0: that. Yeah, I mean, right? and, I, and I expect that you guys will, and I'll be That's tuning right. in. And, and we've that. already done
7: an on the real episode where I broke down why it is the best matrix. I
0: will point you to that. He episode, makes a strong
3: sorry. point. I, I will I will give him that. He makes a strong point. Coming so from was,
0: a Matrix guy, I will take yes. you I, and see you on that and definitely tune in for that. But Don Otaku drops an additional five-hour super chat. Thank you for the generosity, Don. He says Hellblade 2 is being made by 50 employees, not even a full 120. That's 140th of, of the amount of employees that worked <laughs> on The Last of Us 2 with the eyeballs. <laughs> eh, that's something to be said. I, I Didn't they have like 2,000 people working on? The Last of Us Two, which told the worst story in gaming history, but that's just my personal opinion. Man, the on slander, that.
3: not even from uh, everborn Damn. Yeah, right.
0: I, graphics, everything. I love the stealth, the, uh, the 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 weapon handling, but that story was just man, it was shit. Really, honestly, terrible. And I was disappointed as a huge fan of that series uh disappointed. Uh, it felt out of whack. It always seemed like we were going back in time and it made no sense. Oh, listen, I don't, don't want to get into it. That's a 2-hour podcast on its own. Sir X-Man, generous friend of the show, he drops a 2 dollars super chat and says, "I was totally impressed with the car damage and Matrix. Yes, it absolutely looked bananas, especially when she had the heavy machine gun and you seen the dense hitting like the the hood, it was it was quite quite incredible." But folks here, we're now going to we're now going to review live on the air. Uh, Halo. I'm not going to speak much because if you want to get my actual honest take, please, after the show, go check out X-Vlog episode number five. (laughs) It is my full 10 out of 10 review of Halo Infinite. And I give very, very detailed reasons as to why I say that it's a 10, though it's not a perfect game. Uh, But... Tune in for that it's twenty-four minutes. I guarantee you're going to walk away uh, I'm incredibly impressed because it is honest. It is no script. And uh, but yeah, for me, ten out of ten. We got. I want to go first to the mag on this one because mag, yeah. you've been chomping at the bit all week to talk <clears throat> about this. I know Everborn Saga got here in the nick of time because he's been dying to talk about this mm-hmm. for you and for me. We are of a of a same mind type of gamer. Yeah, we love this open world. We love things to do. We love little things on the map to go and hunt and check out. And this game has that in spades. This is a Halo that we have never experienced, but I think that secretly we all wanted and didn't know we needed in our lives. And 343 has delivered. And I said, and I said this in the video today, the... The multiplayer could have went incredibly wrong, and somehow they recaptured what I loved about Halo 3's multiplayer and made it modern. Well, they somehow found out that, uh, that, that my love and your love for games like the Assassin's Creed series and Far mm-hmm. Cry 6 that give you this monster world. I'll tell you right now, after playing this game, I don't think we can ever go back to no. playing a regular claustrophobic halo type game nope and i have no intention of doing
5: that i have no intention of going back and i don't think they have the intention of going back the pandora's box is now open and you will not be able to seal it because now what you've done is that you've introduced not not just to, uh, uh, old farts like us who've been playing halo since the first uh, the first day it came out a whole new generation of kids Yes, And younger gamers and everything have now been exposed to Halo. This may be their very first Halo game. They may not be old enough when the Master Chief Collection came out. They might not even been through puberty yet. And all of a sudden, now they're teenagers and they're going, what the hell is this Halo business Stop all making about? making me feel old, man. Stop it. Yeah. Well, hey, dude, come on, man. <laughs> 50's coming, folks. Oh, but anyways. Boy. I'm
0: already there. So there you go. Boom's okay. already
5: there. The rest of us, well, we're already on that toboggan down that hill. We're going to get there soon. Anyway, the point is this. This has now got to be the status quo. This is now the norm for this game. Because, like I said, you have now introduced it to millions of new players. And it's not just young kids. It's also PlayStation guys. It's also PC guys. Because you know how PC players are. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, uh, Wolverine uh, for PS5 is going to come out on PC in uh, 2046. And they'll be like, oh, wait. You know what I mean? They'll wait. They'll wait years because they don't want to buy a console or whatever, right? So, now they're playing Halo. So, the thing is... And they're they're probably enjoying it, too. And they're probably enjoying the hell out of it. I can't see how you couldn't enjoy it. Now, the thing is, now because you've done that, now you've opened up that can of worms, you're no longer going to be able to uh, go back to that, what we used to play. Like you were saying, boom, that claustrophobic uh, claustrophobic corridor-style shooter, whatever. The mazes, which pissed me off. You know, like uh, uh, myself and Cybernox <laughs> running in circles for forty minutes while we're li- while we're live streaming, and we're yeah, like, "I remember that." Yeah, you remember the that blood chasing,
3: and y'all. <laughs> you know what I felt started, like? He started dropping Ice Cube verses. It was it was. Oh, it was I, well, I
5: started I started rapping because I was getting bored because we were literally going in circles. <laughs> I felt like Sam and Frodo at the beginning of the Two Towers. Were like we're going in circles, Sam. You know, it's like it felt like that. Right? So I'm just I love like, okay, the well. accent by the way. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> in all seriousness, let's get back to Halo. Um I love that kind of game boom that you know that that's our jam, right? And the thing is when I get into a game like this and in any kind of an open world game and you know, you get through the opening sludge of like, you know, the story, this happens, this happens, you know, John carlo Esposito comes down the stairs of a boat and oh, the big bad guys here this and that. I don't care about any of that stuff. As soon as that moment comes where they you know when it like it automatically goes to the map and just goes phew, and you see bum 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 bum. You see all these things you're, popping Doesn't your up. eyes get like like big I, doll eyes, you're like, holy look at all the stuff to do. That's right. And see, <laughs> now when it happened in Halo, I honestly wasn't expecting it to be as meticulously detailed as it is. I thought it was going to be a mix of um not a set like maybe not even not even as deep as far cry i was thinking like a mix of like gears five just kind of juiced up a little bit but then the map opened and all of a sudden i went okay (laughs) and then i started rubbing my hands together going let's get to it what's the game plan here and then i started looking at all the sections and going okay i want to go tackle this area here i'm going to go see this over here i'm going to go find this over here i want to go explore the ends of the map and what i did the first thing i did by the way i'd like to say the first thing i did was i upgraded my grapple hook and i did that so that i could yeah you could get the places that you can't go right yeah so that you, you hit once You know, you free fall for like a second, bam, you hit again, so then you jump another 10 or 15 feet, another 10 or 15 feet at a time. How many people found their way up to get
0: the nosebleed achievement?
5: Yes, I I haven't got to there yet, but that's where I found, uh, you guys see I posted that picture of the Craig uh, LP? Yes. That, That was on the roof of a building um just awesome? randomly sitting on the roof of some big tall building and then right next to it it had the craig world tour poster and then it said say that halo tour and like uh, and i'm great. like that was just at the top of some random building so i'm like that's great anyways the thing is um i like to tackle games at my pace at my leisure where I like to be able to go to each individual area, and I like to tackle and complete the game and complete the maps because I'm I'm an OCD guy. I like to complete things. I don't like to walk away and just say, "Yo, yeah, I blew through the story in four hours,"
0: and I'm like, "What? Where's the enjoyment in that?"
5: Like, you're anyone are blowing anything through like...
0: the this, listen, I, look, I can't tell you how to play a game.
5: Yeah, no, but no I no, am okay telling
0: up, yeah. you uh, for, for for anyone, you don't have to be OCD like us. No, but I am telling you that you are doing yourself dis- an unbelievable disservice yes. by not finding these logs, specifically the banished ones. They are yes. awesome. They are very good, and I really enjoy
5: them. I like this. I'm not going to get into the story because I know people in the chat and everything else. I haven't finished it. I'm barely I'm- on, like, the second mission, and I'm, like, 25 hours into this game. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not kidding. If anybody thinks I'm kidding, I'm not. I am not kidding. I've been going hunting around for all the, uh, what is it, the multiplayer uh, like skins and all that kind of stuff that you can unlock, uh, like those 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 lockers. I've been unlocking those lockers. I've been checking out flamingos or whatever the hell they're called. Other thing, uh, you know, some of those uh, the power cores, the cells, whatever. This, so you can. I'm operate. looking for. I won't. I won't leave an area. That's until right. Until I have mopped up everything. Exactly. And I'm exactly the same way. B- boom, we play the same way. Now, the w- the thing is, one of my favorite series of all time, and this is what I'm going to compare it to, and this is what uh, uh, B- Borderlands. Borderlands is one of my favorite <coughs> series of all time. I absolutely adore Borderlands 2 specifically and Borderlands 3. Uh, I got that 3,000 out of 3,000 achievements on uh, Borderlands 3. Just to, uh, uh I think it was about three months, two months, three months ago. Three months ago, I did that. And I adore those kind of games. Like, you want to give me an open world? You also want to give me the 60 FPS? You want to give me a first-person shooter on top of it? I'm sold. And so when I got into this Halo, that's I got exactly what I wanted. So what did I get? I get the Master Chief. I get the Halo world. I get the lore. We get, as you were saying, Boom, when you go through the collectibles, you get the excellent story on top of it. And like I said, I haven't done a whole bunch of story missions. I've been doing like, like what you're doing right here, like liberating a little, uh, what are
0: those, uh, FOBs and things like that. And uh, I got the achievement. I, I found every, I unlocked every FOB in the game. It's wonderful, right? And so like, anyways, as a result, I'm absolutely
5: adoring this game. I can't, and just like, I, I've seen it time and time again, whether it's from this panel, whether it's from the chat, uh, wh- whether it's people on Twitter or wherever, they're all saying the same thing. And, and boom, I know you guys see it. Guys in the panel, I know you've seen it too. And what have everybody been saying it? When I'm not playing Halo, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? And so yes. that is a telling thing. And it's not just some random guy and some other random guy. It's everybody. Everyone everybody who's playing yes. it is saying that. They're saying... Man, I'm having so much fun playing it, and when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. And that is the sign of when it's got its hooks into you like Hellraiser. You ain't coming out of that trap. You are in there now. And so, like, that's where I get it. So I'm giving the game. I'm going to cut it short here because I haven't got deep in the story, and I'm not going to talk about the story. I'm just talking about the the games that I enjoy to play, how I like to play them, and the presentation and everything else. I give this game an absolutely solid 9.5 out of 10 with no Absolutely, with 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 no like anything. That's that 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 that's my score. Nine point five, no scruples.
0: That, incredible. You, you, you certainly can't argue with that. K. Santo let's get to you, brother. You have a For lot sure. to say about this. Then we're going to bring in Everborn Saga then Wandering Dutch and then our guests, and then we will. Uh potentially get to another topic or we might just get out of here because uh again there's there's no time limit take as much time as you want this is a conversational podcast but by all means give us your open review of yeah. Halo Infinite.
3: so i came into this into halo infinite a little trepidatious because i'm a big fan of the master chief collection i, I i've been playing it for years like years i still play it all the time but I got to tell you, folks, after playing, and, and I have, let's see, last I checked, let me check again, two hours and 18, uh, two days and 18 hours in so far. Now, I am not a multiplayer player, so I did play my fair share of multiplayer, but that two days is all single player. I've I've been playing, uh, shout out to PTK Bland from the Shot Podcast. I find myself yeah. in, in, in party chats with him, and he's playing uh, his campaign, I'm playing mine, and we're just doing this podcast but like just he and i just gushing for hours on end and of course he's on arizona time so by the time i look around it's 2 30 in the morning and he's just like oh yeah you know i'm good
0: <laughs> hey it's only eight o'clock here tough exactly. no, no no that exactly. that
7: that happened to me last night i was up until after 1 a.m it's uh, funny I, we were at
0: that yes
7: yeah because because like you play it, and then you play it, and then you lose track of time, and then you're like, okay, look, I got to get up in the morning. Let me go to sleep. Uh-huh. And then That's I'm exactly laying in bed literally like, should I just go back and do one more five mission? Because it's happens? right there. You see <laughs> what happens? how it goes. Yes.
3: So so to get to the review of it all, uh, I will. I also will not do spoilers. I was doing exactly what you guys are doing, which savoring it like a fine wine. But yes. the problem is, you know, if to, in order to savor it like that you have to play a little bit of it and then step away but i can't step away so i'm about 75% into the story now and i have beaten everything i've got the only thing i haven't gotten are the skulls and i'm planning on going back to get the skulls i have every log from both the banished and the, the UNSC and the Spartans i have all of my all of my various uh, uh equipment fully maximized nice. like and oddly enough people are saying that the the it is, it is, I will give it the criticism of the tools in order to get to all the various tools is a little cumbersome. So I had to do a little bit of uh strategery with, with my, with my uh, elite controller to make it a little easier to get to my get out of jail free card, which is the grapple shot. You know, whenever anything's getting hairy, yeah. boom, you get the grapple shot, you out of there, right? So you always want to be able to get back to it. So I had to do some stuff on, on the, uh, on the, the elite controller to be able to easily get back to that. That's not a that's that's really more of a nitpick than anything else. Like that game is just so good, it just makes you just want to keep going and going. Yes. All I need now is like a, a like a monkey suit, you know, the, those suits that the what do you call it? Just Cause has where you could just dump and then spread your wings and fly. That's that's the only piece of the puzzle that's still missing from that from that equation. But even still, it'll work. You know, I, I'm hoping one day PC people do a do a, a hack so I can have a, the grapple shot on both arms. So you can really Spider-Man that oh, thing because that that's be what I crazy. do all day. <laughs> that's all I do all day. I I find the highest point and then I I restrict, you know this tree that tree this rock that rock how long can I go without touching the ground and I've gone for a long time without touching the ground. It's so good, like just the just the movement, you know, just the all the stuff like, like you guys were saying. I I usually I'm not so gung ho on all the crazy points of interest on the map. If it's too much at the same time, it becomes a little bit uh, uh, kind of over. Uh, uh, it, it gets me a little bit nervous, like, oh, I got to do all this stuff. But the way that they dole it out is in such small doses, you beat one area, then they open up a little bit more, and then you beat another. So by the time you look back, there's just so much you've accomplished, and it didn't show up on the map day one. It's, it, it was very small day one, right? And you, you, you get this, and then all of a sudden, another Spartan point makes it, a Spartan core makes itself available to you. Little by little by little, and there are a few of those Spartan cores that are like underground, and you just don't know it. It just says it's there, yep. and then you have to spend all your time trying to, you know, find your way to that bottom. There, there are very cool secrets that you can find. Uh, and no worries, there will be no spoilers at all. Uh, you know, little secrets you can find arcades and all these little cool little things that you know. I I just spent what t- five ten minutes just listening to eight bit Halo music because they they had it available there. You know, it, it is such. A great game. Uh, um, I I, um, uh, I posted a a, a uh, poll on my Twitter for uh, shout out to to, to uh, uh, Pixelbit G and all of them. I see you all in the chat. They came out to the Gaming Circle podcast over the weekend and we were talking about Halo as well. Four percent. I think I think about 150 people at at, at the end of it like reviewed uh, uh, um, took part in the poll. Four percent called it trash. I want to sit down. If you are earnest with yourself. I want to sit down and have a conversation with that four percent, because 60 some odd percent said it is the greatest Halo of all time, like um, just the greatest Halo of all time. None I mean, of those four percent. None of those four percent.
7: We're, 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 we're being we're honest, honest, huh?
6: huh? Yeah.
7: Not no, one. but
3: seriously, I, I would because I know, like, I know, like, a uh, uh, shout out to the homie um, uh, uh, Philly Eagle. He he was anti-Halo from this from the jump, right? So I would like to have, and I've had like very interesting conversations with him as to why. And you know, although I may not agree with him, I do I do like to hear that honest side of the coin. So maybe there are those out there who genuinely played it and thought it wasn't great, but I cannot fathom you playing this game and saying, ah, it's it it is amazing to me. It is it is 100%. amazing. This game is just so fantastic. I have some questions. I'm at the point in the story now where where you know I have some questions about certain things that are happening, and I'm like, hmm, you know. But even even that aside, like, uh, Pixel was saying this uh, on the show, and he's absolutely right. Uh, specifically with gaming, it's more about the journey than the destination. Uh, a story is very important. 100% it is. I'm not saying it's not. But if you spend two some odd days of gameplay just getting, like, enjoying the hell out of yourself over and over again, just playing through through this story, and then you get to a place where you don't like it, just because the ending might not be great, and I'm not saying it's not great, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not great, but that journey counts for something. And even right now that I'm like, I, I'd say about 75% of that I, I suspect I would give it like right now, strong nine out of 10. There are certain questions I have here and okay. there, you know, uh, uh, you can you and 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 it is very much. It is very much uh, justifiable, but you can like jump from the highest height and land like it's no big deal. You're Michael Jackson. You just keep moonwalking walking on. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> what well, what happened here? There needs to be some fall damage here. Come on now. Even well, I mean bit. it's a master change. No,
0: no,
7: no fall even... damage. Stop that. Don't give me You know no, what I've tried? No it. Ideas. <laughs> different heights and I'm
5: like, please don't die. Please don't die. I'm like, wow, he's yeah. just doing it. So I keep going because higher you, and you higher hear, just like you. you
3: hear the sound effect, right? It sounds like yeah. it sounds like if it if it gets loud enough, maybe he will fall. But then he's just like, nope, I'm good. Let's just keep it moving. You know, <laughs> it's fantastic. You, you find yourself just like endlessly going. For like, you know, oh, I'll just I, just I just get this FOB. Yeah, you get that one, and then you get this one. I just unlocked the, not the not the pelican. I forget the name of, of the other of flying. Is it the, the
0: condor?
3: Uh, I think
0: it may be. It may or is the wasp.
3: Condor. No, it's the wasp. The wasp. The wasp, yeah. yeah I yeah. just unlocked the wasp. So now I'm like, like really flying oh, that, all over that's the gonna, place.
0: That, that, that's going to make getting some of the skulls that you had to really do some like tricky yep. web slinging. Uh, there was uh, one that was on the top of a building. It took okay. me about 30 minutes to get into.
3: Oh yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm going to start getting into that cuz I want to finish the story and and once the story is done, I will still want to be in that world. So then that that that'll be the next thing I, I dig into getting all the skulls, but I have to say like if you ha- like even if you don't like the story of Halo whatsoever, oh, one crazy thing this game has had me doing. Ever since I started playing this game, as everyone in the panel has so aptly already pointed out that when you're not playing Halo, you're thinking about Halo. Yes. I rewatched Forward Onto Dawn. I rewatched Halo Legends. I rewatched yes, all the all the, the, the mediocre halos. I have watched okay, hold all on, of them hold while on. playing. Did you re really watch
7: did you rewatch Nightfall? I did. I did. Yes. You, now,
3: now see the reason why I'm doing that is because I don't want to I like I want to save the story for when I built out all my stuff. So I I kind of wanted more haloness in my life while I was just running around killing things. So I just had that on my tablet. And of course the xbox series the xbox uh, wireless headset lets you dual uh, uh, pair to bluetooth devices as well as the console so i have that on my tablet i'm going through it while i'm and i'm reminding myself how much hey yeah colonel Lasky, yeah he was in that school right yeah, all that stuff you know it is absolutely fantastic it gets you in that halo world you know what uh, it is asante my-
5: it mm-hmm? sounds like it sparked your passion for it
3: Yes, yes. And that's it what really good, got you all in, yes. And that's yes, what good 100%.
5: art does, whether it's yes, a film, indeed. whether yeah. it's a book, whether it's a stage play, whether it's a video game. If it sparks your passion, that means 100%. that they've done their damn job, which is yep. which is great.
3: 100%. Now, I, 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 the last thing I'll say, I won't call it a criticism. I'll, I'll just call it an opportunity for growth, you know. Being like while I was walk- playing through the game as I am and like re- revisiting all these great, great Halo stories that I've been I've been revisiting. Also, I'll say it on the podcast. If you have not checked out the Spotify thing of uh, uh um, what do you call it? Halo Infinite Memory Agent. That's a, a tie in uh, audio podcast that, that actually has hints to this campaign. Very cool. Very well acted. I, I, stay, I stayed
7: away from that because I got burned with the one they did for it. Halo. <laughs> the, Hunt for, Hunt the truth. Yeah.
3: The truth was also very good, but this is it also was, very good. Th- this gives get, you
7: the you know. this this adds
3: more layers to to what you're already playing, and that is that is my 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 not criticism, but little little ho- hopeful growth there. You know, a lot of our favorite characters from the past that you will remember once you start rekindling all those fires. They they're all relegated to audio logs. Many of them don't make a visual appearance. You know, as your solitary chief going around. You hear their voices. You hear what happened. You hear this, you know, through audio logs. I hope that there's backfill there at some point. I hope that we can go back there and possibly give them their own little something. Show me some of those characters because I love the chief. I always have. I always will. But it, it wasn't just the chief that I enjoyed. I want to see Halsey again. I want to see you know all of that again. I, I don't you, I just want to hear what you, happened
7: to them. Did you get the audio log where they talked about what happened to the team to Blue Team? Yes. Chief? Yes. Okay.
3: Yes. Yes. I, I've So all that is there. It's just I want to I want to just like just like Reach, where you knew what happened at, with Reach, even during Halo CE, because a lot of that information was already out there. That was way in the past. Right. But at some point they went back to Reach and they showed it to you. I want them to show it to me. You know that that would be great, possible like maybe mini DLC or something like that. I think we're going to get that in
0: some form or fashion for sure. Like I said, there was yeah. a leak uh of, about a year ago regarding mm-hmm. these smaller stories mm-hmm. that were going to be mm-hmm. told through DLC. I uh, hope and, so, that, that's what I'm and, looking and for. And there's it. even there was even one rumor that you were going to be able to use Atriox. Which would be pretty, yeah, would be pretty interesting. But real quick, before we bring in Wandering Dutch, I I, I got to stop the show for this because this doesn't happen very often. Uh, we have been very blessed this evening, not only to get a, a a code for Halo Infinite as which I'm going to be giving away, and I pick a winner, DPLO six 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 nine. You are the winner of the Halo Infinite code that oh, nice. was provided to us uh, today by a very good friend of the show um mr joanna dark but it actually it, it, the generosity continues because brian hopkins uh drops a 20 dollar gift card for xbl nice, and awesome. he says uh thanks uh he said uh, uh you can drop this in the show if you want from us folks over at XBI, I believe that is their podcast, and the winner for that is Sean Ham. Uh, uh, you win, uh, Sean. If you if you f- figure a way to get to me, uh, DM me on Twitter, and I will send you over your twenty dollar code. But it gets even better. Crazy Lou Gaming, who's of course also <laughs> a part of XBI, folks, he drops in a one hundred dollar gift card to xbox what? and that is insanity uh it, his in terms of there his, his name crazy Lou gaming thank you for the <laughs> generosity Damn, that's yeah. that's <laughs> <true>. but the <laughs> that's winner true. and folks this this is picked from a picker i throw everyone's names in there and just shoots out uh the winner of this is uh someone from the community that uh th- this this warms my heart See, I love it when the good guys win. And the winner of this $100 gift card that was provided to us by Crazy Lou Gaming, which is extremely generous, is the mod master himself, Lethal oh, Papa. Awesome, hey. awesome, awesome. And yeah, I'm getting congratulations. goosebumps live on the air, folks, because this man is here, there, and everywhere. And he never asks for anything. He's as humble as pie and when I when the picker shot out his name, I said, "Well, there is someone upstairs that, that that does really care because it's always the good guys that we love to see win." And of course, big big congratulations to all three winners: Sean Ham, uh, Leto Papa, and of course, Deploy Six 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 Nine. And of course, thank you everyone for donating these incredible gifts that you know. Again, we, it doesn't happen very often, specifically on this show, and I cannot not thank you. Folks, for the generosity, um, and I will uh, be reaching out to everyone as soon as the show is done. I, I, I can't do it now because it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much, but I will be getting <laughs> to everybody. Um, but let, let, wandering Dutch, you have had a lot to say on social media, on your own podcast, obviously on your own uh, on your own YouTube channel. But for tonight's show, please, by all means, share your review of halo infinite and this is the coming out party for three four three i said it in my video today i honestly believe in my heart of hearts and this is not fanboying this is being an honest person i believe that this game both the multiplayer and single player three four three has officially been unearthed and removed from the shadow of bungie and i i will dare say that they have outdone bungie on every level that's mm-hmm. my opinion but that's why i want to know yours talk uh, take it away wandering dutch
4: yeah yeah definitely <clears throat> i think before before we we even got to talking about how great we think halo is we all said exactly the same thing and that was the campaign needed to hit it out of the park um both in story front and in the gameplay but also the the new direction that they're taking it and i think they've achieved that um I'll obviously I'm going to be doing a, a more in-depth review myself on my channel but I'll I'll keep it to my my overview of of my of my gameplay. I've completed the game on normal. I have um pretty much maxed out everything on the map. So I've done all the high priority targets. I've done all the FOBs. Uh, I've done all the um rescue calls for all of the different marine squads. Um I found all the calls, found all the lockers. Um i have what else have i done um found all the rings that you find around the map of course you activate the um the relic or the the relics the big uh halo rings that are dotted around the map as well um i have literally played this game to death <laughs> i've got 94 percent completion on normal difficulty nice um uh and that is with just shy of 20 hours worth of gameplay um I will be going back through. There's another achievement there that is completed in under eight hours. I'm not going to pain myself to do that on a hard difficulty. I'm going to fly through that for the achievement. Um, but I will also then, when the co-op comes out, do the legendary with all skulls on in co-op um, to get that one. So I will 100 And that is going to –
0: co- that's going to th- be a lengthy playthrough because I'm yeah. legendary with all skulls on no co-op. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah.
4: I've got to I've got to do a shout out quickly to uh a big a big gamer/ slash and and awesome PlayStation community member Mr. Piyo. Um you'll have seen him on Twitter opening up his PlayStation games ripping them open with his mouth and things like that. He's he's <laughs> insane, but he's he's such a great guy in the community. Um but I've got to give a huge a huge shout out to him and I feel so sorry for him because he did 94% completion of the legendary campaign solo and his game corrupted and lost oh, the entire team. Oh, no, oh,
5: man, that would, that would, oh. dis- that would destroy so, me. Oh, yeah, I mean,
4: he took, it, he took it well. He said he was human, but he's, he, he took it well. He didn't go out and start slating the game or anything like that. He just said, oh, God, he's like, I'm gutted. Um, he, he lo- Again, he loves the game as well. He he absolutely That's loves. That's unusual. It. But, uh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Have you it's, heard
3: people having corruptions and stuff? It's a PC issue. I think.
4: I think it's an oh. issue. On, um, there was some kind of. It was some kind of save issue where if mm. you did X, Y, and Z, the the save. Would, corrupt. would not say yeah, it was terrible. such a limited that's thing that's and there's not sad. many people that have had it so it's it's just one of the very unfortunate few that it's happened to
0: but uh, it's a shame that uh that 343 can't do something about that like you know what i'm yeah, saying could, like yeah. give him a a, a safe spot safe spot somewhere you know yeah, i mean I'm it saying? might
4: be the thing is is it might be it might be in there somewhere so we save might well i mean it's deleted now but it might be somewhere on their database Mm-hmm. And they can recover it internally or something. You never know. Um, hopefully at some point. But he loves the game regardless. And he was just gutted to get so far. And to not... To not, to not So he, he said afterwards, he just went online and looked up the ending. He was like, yeah, that's it. I'm just going to look at the ending. I'm not going through <laughs> legendary <yes>. again. <laughs> like, ah, that's anyway. rough. That's fair. Yeah, I would be um, devastated. But yeah. the, game, the game itself, um, in terms of the open world, it has, uh, for the vast majority of people, they've loved it i have seen a few people that are still unsure about the open world aspect of it um i loved it i found the traversal really easy the grappling hook is an absolute lifesaver for getting anywhere and everywhere you need um if especially if you've leveled it up you can actually use it to pull yourself along the floor much quicker to go quickly forward as opposed to just like running around you can just grapple hook the floor a few feet in front of you and it swings you forward and gives you a boost um Obviously, you can use it to traverse high areas. When you've unlocked all the FOBs and got it high enough, you can then unlock the Wasp and then fly around, and that just unlocks another level of versatility. Um A lot of people have been complaining about the Warthogs and how they handle, but I think if you, if you think back in terms – the Warthogs have never been the best handling things in the world. They've always been bouncy as hell, Um and they've just retained that. Obviously, they're never going to be the most <laughs> comfortable things to drive, but they get you from here to being – it's a squad carrier at the end of the day. It's not meant to rally around, really. It's meant to have a full squad in it. Um, the the actual gameplay though, the map is enormous. The level of detail in the map is is unbelievable. Um, the the attention to detail they've put into little nooks and crannies. Like you'll go up to the top of a random cliff in the middle of nowhere, and there's like a, there's like a hideout where there's be obviously been a sniper marine or a Spartan that's just been sitting there um and he's it's got like his backpack and the he's mre's there man. you you yeah. know you
0: yeah it, it's it's the detail is bananas like, yeah it's lived
4: in and people have been there and things have happened there and you actually want to learn more about what has just happened like i'm really intrigued to see how the fight went down on Zeta halo before chief got there like it, the the map is obliterated you'll find random crash sites at the top of mountains and like and not not even just like uh the unsc ships but banished ships crashed everywhere and um just just finding obviously then you go into random rooms in the middle of nowhere and you see loads of banished just like dead on the floor and then just like a random like marines where firefights have happened and things and it's the such the level of detail and care they've put in the entire world that coupled with the um, the audio logs for both sides. So the banished is is more kind of telling their story, whereas the audio logs for the marines and the Spartans are more technically how they were tortured for information, yes, or how they were kind of surrounded in firefights throughout. And you do, I mean, I mean they
0: even get into some Spartan ones that you find that you that you learn uh, on how that how that they were like really like beaten up over this. It's again. It, please if you are a fan of halo yeah you take the time to go I looking would, for these things what i would
4: say as well as that is probably everyone, everyone like there's a few there's obviously a subsect that will say well why didn't you just put this into the game and things like that but because if they added every section of audio logs every individual character that was in these audio logs or that you find throughout the game into actual gameplay the game would be about 300 hours long <laughs> Like, so I, mean, so I don't know, think I have people. a problem
0: with that, to be honest with you. But okay,
4: but, you know what I mean, though. But there's so there's, many different. Some of us have been playing it for two days straight. You know, so many people involved. <laughs> it's just it would yeah. take an eternity to tell them all. So what they want to do is just give more background as to what happened on Zeta Halo before the chief come down and and tried to actually take out the banished.
1: Yes. Um, if I can add something, Dutch, to your to your point yeah. with the logs. Um, and then Boom might appreciate this too, real fast, but. For me, when I when I heard the logs, it's very reminiscent of an early Resident Evil when you read yeah. the journals. Yes, you know? and it, and that adds to the lore in a way where it, it it doesn't just affect you intellectually, but you feel it. You know, and to Judge's point, most of the audio logs that you find, whether it be Banished or UNSC, but especially the UNSC, you find them in areas that pertain to what they're talking about. Like, for yeah. example, and this doesn't spoil anything, but um, one of the UNSC ones, it's a, he, he talks about escaping a prison, and you literally find that log in the spot where he presumably escaped that prison. So that level of immersion, as you were saying, um, with the logs is something that it's not just a side thing to me. It's very special, and it adds yeah. to the lore 100%. Yeah, 100%.
4: To, to, to touch on that as well I, there was one that I found outside of it was one of the big covenant um like spires um and it was it was a, a marine that was um the audio log was a marine that was getting tortured and he's like well what else do you need to know like there's nothing else I can tell you and he's like well you 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 you've you've been free but the, the human mind's weak um but there's a lot more that as i think a lot more information that you've still got to give so take them to the tower um and he's like well and you can hear the anguish in the guy's voice. He's like, well, I've told you what I know. There's nothing else I can tell you. And he's like, well, I think you've got more to tell, so I'm going to torture you anyway. And that's where the, the audio communication tears off. But the the actual audio logs found outside of the tower where he gets tortured. Um. So, But there's so many of them there, and some of them are in like little hidden sections and uh, areas you wouldn't think of looking. A lot um, of cave stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot like the map itself isn't just there for... Just to look pretty, like the entire map has been well thought out, and like I said, areas you wouldn't even think to look like, when, especially when you get the wasp, you land like you land on top of somewhere. Think, right? I'm just going to get this point, and then you find random things just scattered around, or like you'll think, why is there like a load of banished just stand at the top of this cliff? But then the surrounding is beacon, and then there's an audio log near it, and then there's like loads of people where there's obviously a big battles happened. And it's just in the middle of Norway. You think, right? Okay, so they've actually sparsely populated this entire place. There's there's a lot to learn, and if you're a big Halo fan and you want to dive into the world a lot, there is a lot to take in, and there's a lot of lore there, both in the game and the story itself, as well as outside of that, even in afterwards. Now, I actually, after completing the game, I started doing all the mopping up of stuff. Um, retrospectively i wish i'd went around found a lot of these audio logs and then completed the campaign um i think it would have given more backstory to the campaign before i continued the main storyline as it would afterwards when i was like right okay that's that's really cool but i think i would have had it would have felt more emphasis if i'd have picked up all of these audio logs yeah. prior to finishing that's the why i won't leave an did. area
0: until i i, I found yeah. everything
4: so I th- I think, like I say, to anyone who's still going through it, I would I would definitely employ you, like Boom said, it isn't just a side thing. These audio logs are really, really something. And obviously they're all voice acted by both ban- the whoever plays the banish actors as well as all the different Marines and Spartans and they're all fully voice acted to a very high level. Um it's very Shakespeare believable. Shakespeare
3: trained monkeys. Yeah. Them them the, the <laughs> monkeys, man. Oh, they, they have some, some vocabulary, <laughs> boy. Ooh. And I then, it. speaking
4: of speaking of voice acting, let's let's the give a round round out and applause the grunt, to the grunts. Yes, The grunts are
0: fun. Especially when you find the the propaganda towers. Uh Before you destroy it, sit back and listen. There's one talking about his girlfriend. There was one, (laughs) there was was one talking about the Master Chief specifically. Oh, when I get him, he's gonna be, you know, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. almost said basically he's he's gonna make the Master Chief his bitch. (laughs) Like, I mean they don't curse, but it's like it's like
4: three three of the standout ones that I've heard, and I and I love them all for them. Is it one grunt? Obviously, the suicide ones where they hold the two or like the, yeah, the yeah, two yeah. sticky bombs in oh. the hand. He, he lights them up and he's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to do this." Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, there, he's like, "I didn't mean to set these there, up." There,
7: there was one time where uh, one of the, the where you'll hear like the the brute say, "Oh no, we should have brewed more grunts, right?" Because you kill <laughs> you killed all of them first, and they want to yep. throw them at you. And oh, then there's, there's another one where, like, it's on the uh, speaker. And they're sort of like, uh, they're talking about the demon. They're like, uh, his blood is red. His team, your blood is red. Your team is blue. And I bet your parents don't remember you. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's <great>. That's so <laughs> good.
3: Was, was it you, Dutch, who, who did the one where after you beat it, and I haven't beat it, but it goes, oh, yeah, you beat it. You beat it. But did you beat it on Legendary? Wow he says that
4: like oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's, it's on a to a Some dude like that even said that. It's insane like I seen two of them from other guys as well where there was this um he was the guy missed like five or six sniper shots in a row and the the went, <laughs> look at him he can't even aim. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. So
7: halo, right. yeah. And then yeah. there's I heard, well I where heard the Joseph Stratton does the voice for the for the grunt.
2: Not all
4: of them, oh, but no, he All for
2: most of them, yeah.
7: Yeah.
2: Great. I got killed by a grunt once, and he started uh, uh, laughing. Just, I killed him. I killed him. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it I was. it. Amazing. I did it. I did yeah. it. I did it. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. He had the uh, the hammer, and this grunt was outside of the hangar, and he went, are you still there? Are you, are you still mad? <laughs> He's like, yes, I'm still mad. <laughs> so he comes out and whacks him. He's like trying to get him not to kill him. Are you still mad at me, chief?
0: It's,
2: yeah, it's I going.
4: think this is most the funniest version
3: of Halo ever. There's yeah, it, it really is. It, it, it's so very MCU
0: like. Yeah, right? that's another
7: thing yes. to, to, to point out that they've done so well with this game. Master Chief and Cortana have always had banter, but never to mm-hmm. this level. Mm-hmm. Right, the yeah. way they that they it's talk and they go back and forth, yeah. It and is the really, is great. really is great. good.
6: Yeah, right. Yeah. Like she I remember
7: that. They, they went to go see some monitor and, you know, you don't know if the monitor is good or bad. And then they see some other enemy and he's like, those enemies are bad. And then she's like, what about the monitor? Possibly bad. And then she's yeah. like,
6: see? Yeah. It's progress. Yeah.
4: It's, you are right. Like, And again, it's contrasting. People might or might not like the weapon. We Obviously, story spoilers we won't talk about anything other than on how we feel about the weapon as as a code name. Um but the I loved the to and fro between them, but and again, contrary to a lot of people, I also like the pilot as much as he liked to it yeah, brought yeah. A more human feel to it. And primarily because you have to remember and everyone's like, oh well it's a war zone and the chief is like this mega Spartan. Yeah, he might be a mega Spartan, but the pilot is a person. He's a human. He's not like this bioengineered super soldier. He has limits that the chief doesn't. So he's going to be scared regardless of what the chief does, because the chief might live through something that he won't. Um, so with, there's a lot of human emotions there. Of course, there's this one section in there that a lot of people talk about, and it's talking about how um, he, he asked the chief, oh, well, you've never made any mistakes. And he's like, well, yeah, I have. I've made, I have, I made a massive mistake, and that was like messing up Cortana and, and not protecting her when I should have protected her and helped her out. Um, And that was a really heartfelt scene. And of course, when you get to that, you'll see what I mean. Um, But there's a lot of those kinds of scenes. And and the ending for me as well, I loved the ending of the game and I can't wait for other people to
0: kind of, Show their thoughts on it. Um See, thank and you for
3: saying that. Uh, yeah, ben, there's man. been a thank lot of you. there's
0: been a lot of controversy with the ending. Yeah. Some yes. people really dis disliked it. I I feel that if you like the game and you're a Halo fan, you're gonna quite enjoy the ending. I don't know what yes. it is. I wasn't I would I didn't have it spoiled, so I I, I can't wait. But there are yeah. a lot of emotional moments here, uh where uh specifically when you come across other downed Spartans, yeah the way that he touches them. Mm-hmm you feel it it's it's, it's, a, the, it's, first it's a the first Spartan powerful you're talking moment. about as
4: well isn't it the first one that's imprisoned and you let him let him down and then you yeah he's talking yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's yeah, the one yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah. of isn't it boom the one where yeah. he's like straddled up yeah yeah, am idea, i am right? i wrong and he was he, he he obviously you can't see him getting upset but you can tell because he just goes dead yeah. silent and the weapon's trying to talk to him and he's just not responding she's like yes. Are you okay? he's just not,
0: this, this is what this am this, i wrong
3: or is this the most dialogue uh uh the most chief 100%, has ever had in yeah. game
0: 100%, <laughs> 100%. yeah no, no he's also very you.
3: sure yeah. of
5: himself too eh when they were talking about uh one of the bad guys they're like i don't know chief you know he's He's got a really bad reputation, and he turns he's around. Like, so he just do says, I. "Yeah, yeah, I love that line." But the way he said, he's like, "So do I." So do and I was just I. like, "Holy that's shit, right. this guy means business." Because know <laughs> that, that, that's, that's Clint Eastwood level. <laughs> like, he yeah, usually doesn't talk that aggressively either, right? Yeah, I mean, he, you, you know, see a involved. lot of
7: people A lot of people didn't know this. Uh, the master chief's middle name is Means Business. <laughs> uh, god means business 117 yeah. there's, another,
4: there's another section in it as well that i really like that puts the chief into perspective and obviously at the very opening of the game and everyone should have seen the opening to it now anyway mm-hmm. he gets obliterated by ariox like mm-hmm. humiliated just smashed around the place and then thrown out um and he it reminded
0: really me there. of destiny 2's opening yeah hmm yeah, when you, where, a section where, where in where you there. just you just drops you off of that mate a monster cli- cliff and it's like yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a I section. In, the,
7: the opening of the game reminds me of Infinity War more than anything else.
3: <laughs> yeah, about oh, it. The Hulk versus. Uh,
7: <laughs> yeah. Just so yeah. we gotta say Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. There's okay. a
4: section in there where the, where the chief is is. He's doubting his capabilities because of how well Atriox tore him apart. He's sitting there, yes. he's going, he he methodic, methodically and and medically dis, like destroyed me, top to bottom without even trying. Like he wiped me out. He's like, mm-hmm. and I just won't stand for it. And that's what drives him even more. He's like, I won't let that happen again. Yeah. Um, and you can see that throughout the story. He's obviously very. He's angry throughout the story. He, a
7: lot, a lot, like, a lot of.
4: A lot of people in the
7: chat are saying we're spoiling the thing. No, no that's not spoilers at all. <laughs>
0: that's, open, that's opening of the game.
5: It's only you know, you spoiling to... it if you haven't turned it's it beginning. on. <laughs> <Yeah>. Literally <laughs> the opening scene. The opening Speaking scene. Of spoilers.
3: Speaking of spoilers, remember that there's a part when they were when they were uh, uh, introducing the game, it, it's part of the ads, but people have seen it. Uh, Microsoft themselves actually showed it off where uh, Esherim is is speaking to the Spartan, you know, steal your heart, Spartan, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they should have maybe left that out? Because I feel like when you see it in the game and they they expound on it, and he, it's more than what he announced in the in oh the, yeah, it's more the yeah. The was but it so good, like down,
4: yeah,
3: yeah. They, they trimmed a lot of it down for for the ads, but when you see it in the, in its full context, it is that, that's why I'm like, yeah, Shakespeare the Shakespeare monkeys, you know. It is yeah. so good, so well-spoken. You're just like, yeah, it's, it's very, very, very good. Yeah, I picked up an, an, an
7: audio log from Esherim who mm-hmm. was talking about his home planet and, you know, however, whatever, mm-hmm. without spoilers. But that one was, that that that's super interesting too. And I, I made sure to record the real scene, like the in-game scene of that speech that we got. Because because we got that speech during the Craig reveal. Yes, right, exactly. yes. uh, and it 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 plays a little different, like the the yes, audio of it
3: exactly. Um, yeah.
7: and, and so it's 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 really interesting. But um, I I do think I'm not upset that we got that because uh-huh. I didn't really feel it when we first saw it because of the yeah. whole it, in the else context of the friend.
3: game, you really do feel it. You know, right? and, and, the, so it, and then of course it it's different. And then of course, after the third or fourth time you hear him give similar monologues, the weapon goes thank you and then keeps it moving it was yeah. absolutely hilarious so who, good the like timing who? the comedic timing in that thing is so good very very good Her
4: attitude throughout the whole thing really does like change as well and it's great like sometimes she's mm-hmm. She's nice and helpful. Other times she's mm. naive. Other times she's like really S- sassy,
3: snarky. She's very <laughs> sa- yeah. She's very sassy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Very, very,
0: very confident, especially yeah. like she also she snaps her fingers for stuff to happen. You're like, wow, where did that come from? Yeah.
7: She yeah. also knows when there's an emotional moment that she has to come in <laughs> and play that role. And it's funny because that's really just the AI kind of reading the the you know the human yep. emotions and trying to do what's needed in that moment.
0: Yeah. Well, you um, know what? That's uh. That are you? Are you are you you're done with your point, brother?
4: Uh. Yeah. Last last point really is I would, uh, to clarify this, obviously I'm going to go through my score, etc. On mine. Yes. Mm-hmm. to Clarify this is outside of Halo Two was always my favorite in terms of story. Okay. Um. Outside of Halo Two, this is by far the my favorite. Halo game out of out of all of them um Halo T- 2 and and obviously uh, that story still kind of tops it but in terms of gameplay in terms of game etc it's it's by far my most favorite Halo um so that that is my roundup
0: yeah i mean so so you you, you don't want to give you a score cuz obviously you're saving it for when you when you yes, do your and that's is, perfectly fine it
4: is a must play and not just for any halo fan um that's what i'll say it is a most I, clear... that's
0: well yeah, yeah well said absolutely Everybody. And, and don't 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 give it away because obviously tune into his video which he's putting together and it's going to have 4k 60 footage for the whole video so definitely go and check that out bango mango let's get your you, you've heard everyone's opinion but we're interested to get yours this is a big deal on a multitude of levels for Microsoft, Xbox, and 343 Industries. A lot of people said they couldn't do it. They did it. They did it on both sides of the coin. We got incredible multiplayer, which they're expanding on this week with the big update. They're going to continue to expand on that. We got the single-player campaign, which, again, for me, like, like Dutch, uh, my favorite uh, um, Halo of all time was 3. I played it to the point where it was ridiculous. I did beat that on Legendary, on co-op, and it was it was incredible. Uh, I, and I played an obscene amount of of multiplayer, which is why I walked away from uh, four and five disappointed because of how much time I actually spent in there. But they delivered on both aspects. Where do you put this in your in your box for
1: favorite Halo? What is your score, and what have you experienced so far? Oh man, um I can see why you you want to make this section long because we could go off about oh, yeah. this. Oh well I mean right it's a now. conversational podcast, so yes, we'll go crazy. absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah, man. So uh, to add to it, if I had to sum it up in a Spark note, um, the king is back, baby. The king is back, and you know yes. it's you know he's back when you got football players doing the tea bag on top of mm-hmm. the the main ESPN screen. So um, in mind share and in gameplay and in story for me i'm very similar i'm very similar to you boom i'm very similar to you mag and how i play i play i'm playing halo infinite like how i play my pokemon games so uh i don't know if you guys know in in the anime of pokemon but uh pikachu beats onyx in, in in the anime by doing a thunder and sh- thundershock and stuff and so for me i play pokemon where i need to level up my pokemon so strong that Pikachu could actually beat Onyx in the game, which is a very hard feat. So in in the same way, I'm very similar to you guys in I need to level up Chief. I need to find all these things. I want my Chief to be the most strongest badass Chief coming into any of the main storyline missions. And plus, um, as an open world fan myself, um, I just enjoy exploring the world and things like that. And so for me, um, if I had to sum up the game into two points... uh, without any spoilers as well, um, that has really stuck out to me and really means a lot to me. Uh, one would be the open world sandbox. Yes. And I, I, I want to pose a question out to the panel and pose a question out to the chat, too. I don't know if this is going to be slander in itself, as Chia Santia likes to say, but uh, um, I have a theory in regards to what makes this so good. And this is at least for me, in my opinion. Um, we can all agree that Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest open world. If anything, maybe started and changed the whole aspect of how we view open world gaming. Yep, I agree. Okay, cool. And now the question after that is, what at least what I was thinking of, is why? What makes it so good? And one can talk about the story. One can talk about uh, the gameplay. Um, For me, it's very similar, and I would like to compare it to Halo in that type of way, um, that when you take a legacy game. A legacy game like Zelda, you take a legacy game like Halo, where there's lore, one, two, three, there's memories connected to that, and you change the system up a little bit to the point where it's not it's not new in the gaming space, but because you're adding the legacy to that, it's a special new experience. Yes. That's what I feel about the Halo sandbox. I feel like you're taking the legacy of Halo, which was, in the beginning, very linear, CE 2, 3. You can think like there's different kind of changes and stuff in the environment, which Halo Infinite doesn't have too much, but it's a very linear game. You're going through the story. You're going through the mission lines. you Lots of hallways and things like that. But for me, it was seeing that legacy in a new light, seeing that legacy in a new way. And even though it's not new in the sense of open world, in the gaming space, it's 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 like you, when you're you're um grapple shotting up of the highest peak, and you're just like wow, just just wandering. And then when you're wandering around, you see a little encampment of jackals. You see a little encampment of grunts, um, just sitting there in the middle of nowhere. And you thought you'd be all alone, and they're talking and they're being like, oh, you know, the demon, the demon's going to come, and when he comes, I'm going to defeat him. You know, it's aspects like that. That make it special to me you know you 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 think this is halo you think you know halo for what it is and what you've experienced and now this is a whole new way of seeing halo it's an open world halo it's an engaging halo you know yeah i want want to add to that as well um yeah
4: it's um i think joseph Staten said it when he come on board as well when he talked about kind of having played the campaign, because he played it months ago and said mm-hmm. he played it like three, four times over. Yeah. Uh, he, he specifically said, this is the Halo we wanted to make when we made Halo. Yes. Um, in terms of the world and the, the way the world is created, yeah. um, the open world wow feature, the, the exploration, mm-hmm. and that was what made Halo CE so special because it mm-hmm. was the first time something had been done like that. It was this big universe you could explore in all these levels and drive around and things and flying things and just explore and they've just took that put it on steroids and this is infinite. Yeah. Infinite is what C E wanted to be um in terms of its world design. Um and it's eventually being realized and of course this is just the start. I think yes. personally that future expansions will open up different sections of the ring going forward, they'll expand the map up a bit, bit, get little new areas to go. As as we know, of course, the banished are all over this place. Of course, the ring is a big place. It's not just the broken section we're on. So there's quite obviously more banished everywhere. (laughs) And not just on this one broken section we're fighting (laughs) on. Yeah. So there's a lot more to go, but you're 100 percent right in in the world. Um, in terms of the breadth of the wild thing, I seen I've forgotten his name now, but he's got it on Twitter and the mechanics as well. When you mention Breath of the wild, mm. using the grapple shot, yes. firing off like on, on a on a blown up vehicle that fires wild across the map, and he's like grappling across it to get to the other side of the map, and that's the kind of stuff you can do on in the with the mm-hmm. mechanics on Breath of the wild. You can just like use the mechanics to fire a rock and then use that to travel across the map if you need they and know how to. So yeah, 100% right when it comes to Breath of the Wild and that's why people are comparing it to it, not just the world, but the mechanics. Yeah, and The way they both use the mechanics to traverse the world is very reminiscent of each other. So 100%.
1: No, absolutely. And I think I seen the one where he he hits it and he flies, he grapples shots and then he, and then he switches to the repulsor, which kind of just jetpacks him across the whole yeah. entire level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see, and it's aspects like that and, and 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 it's not just like the mechanics but you're having like to add to that point, you're having Halo sandbox mechanics. And Halo is known for their sandbox. And I love that and when we get eventually get co-op it's going to be like playing a whole other game you know it's 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 a it's a must play run through again and it's one where it's not like i feel like i'm coming back to a new world which adds to my second and last point of what makes this game so special to me but it's it's the way that the sandbox interacts with your imagination and it interacts with your creativity And i think we can kind of all relate to this but when I was playing Halo Infinite, I haven't felt this way, guys. I haven't felt this way about a game since maybe I was in elementary school or middle school. And I'm going to explain it here. So, um, it's like... The best way I can explain it is, like, the way you kill that Brute Chief boss is not going to be the same way that I kill the Brute Chief boss. You know? It's, um, it's going to be different. And... I like the, the, another way I can describe it is the targets. So inside Halo Infinite, there's targets. There's a, there's people within the game that are kind of like bounties and then you seek them out. Yeah, The high value targets. Yeah. The high Mm -hmm. value targets. Yes. Each of these high value targets, each of these bounties have a little backstory to it. So when you look inside of the main menu screen, it's going to have a little history, a little lore of what those high value targets are, you know, and going through the game, very similar to when i was in uh middle school and stuff because it's open world because it gives me just a little bit but not too much of of the lore and things like that i create this game for myself now i create my playthrough is going to be the story of how master chief took out this high value target if you can kind of get where i'm going at with that you know for example there's one target and um I'm not going to get into the names because I don't want to. If Infinity War is spoiling too much, then I don't want to spoil anything for the chat. So uh, there's a target where it talks about this grunt and it, it describes this grunt as like um, very bloodthirsty. You know, I know so he, talking about, yeah, you know what I'm talking right? about. Yeah, he's a bloodthirsty grunt. He has tortured his enemies, and so in my head, I'm like, wow, this is a very um, it's intense grunt. And so I'm expecting all of these things. And I'm like, and I come in and I roll into the thing. I take out his whole encampment and then i'm like okay normally these high value targets are pretty tough and they have special weapons with them um i take a a fusion coil i (laughs) fling it at this grunt and he dies not even the shield goes down now this man dies on the spot based upon a fusion coil and that's what i'm talking about it's now i'm taking the lore i'm taking my imagination i'm taking the way that i did the game and now it's a hilarious moment for me that in the lore of this halo infinite for Bangle mangle this quote-unquote deadly grunt was destroyed in one hit of a fusion coil you know yeah. and and that imagination i haven't felt that since i played things like gta my first run through of gta yeah. i haven't felt that since playing where you have that imagination as a kid and you're like oh I'm going to take out this person by grapple shotting up in the air and pulling out my skewer and shooting him in the face, you know. And like those moments add to the open world, they add to the lore, and they add to what make Halo Infinite special for me. Is I feel like, and we all we all know this, the whole tag of Master Chief is you are Master Chief. You You definitely feel that aspect when playing through Halo Infinite. You yeah, feel like yeah. the things that you are doing within this game is yours and yours alone, and then to wrap everything up and 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 just a nice bow. Like I have to just reiterate, the king is back, and it makes me really happy as an avid Halo fan. As as um Bossman Dutch was explaining earlier, we were all kind of worried, especially if you're a Halo fan, you're worried about how the campaign's going to hit. You're worried how everyone's going to take in, especially based upon the um initial uh gameplay footage that they showed. So to me, um, what rates a game isn't just the story and isn't just the gameplay, but I like to look at the whole legacy of how it came from its first trailer to how the community kind of has embraced it. And 343 has done an amazing feat of almost quote-unquote being like a laughing stock in 2020 and based upon what they showed and literally turned into a meme where they took all of that and they gave us an amazing multiplayer. They gave us a story based upon what everyone here has said and what everyone in the chat has said has been phenomenal thus far. and um I believe someone else said that they brought they brought back the excitement, they brought back the passion for this game. And yeah. to me, that's what makes this game, um, and, and and not to to be uh um to slowly stab a knife in the uh the hearts of my seasoned panel here, but I played Halo CE when I was in sixth grade. Wow. Um now there you and go. That was that was my first experience of playing that, you know. And what's special about it to me playing in sixth grade, you know, I don't really follow along along the story too much and things like that. It was just the memories for me. And that's what makes Halo for me. It's the memories of playing a LAN party. It's the memories of co-oping with your friend till two, three o'clock at night and, and trying to finish, you know, that legendary on mall, um, on the last level, you know, it's these moments that encapsulate, I feel like what it is to be a gamer because gamers are, when you're talking about a specific game, you're not just talking about how the game rates, you're talking about a specific memory that is dear to you. And to me, because 343 has able to bring back that excitement where halo the excitement of halo back in the day was when halo dropped everyone knew about it everyone talked about it and it became pop culture and i'm seeing that again i'm seeing that story i'm seeing that in the um commercials i'm seeing that in the uh the trains and the subways having Master Chief on it. I'm seeing it in the way that you guys describe the game and how you guys want to just get back to it immediately after Boom Show concludes. Uh, and right, just back right back to <laughs> Halo. Right back to Halo. And that's what excites me. And that's why I would have to give this game um, a 9.5. I'm probably going to give it a 10, honestly. It's a 10 out of 10 for me, but I haven't finished the story yet. So just like Mag, I'm going to give it a solid 9.5. The only thing that could make this better for me is if Mountain Dew now just brings back those orange, orange-flavored orange <laughs> Halo sodas. I, next to Baja Blast, brother. <laughs> those were the best Mountain Dew sodas. And it oh, made man. the Halo experience better playing it with your friends. So if they bring that back uh, Best Halo I've ever played in my life. There you wow!
0: Go. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, well, well said. Uh, before we get before we get to Sour Blow Gaming, I got to catch up with some in the super chats. But just to show you my age, you were six. Uh, you were in sixth grade. You said when you played Halo uh, uh, CE. Yes. I was in my starting my seventh year in the NYPD, so yeah, I'm old, <laughs> no doubt about that. But uh, the uh, Sir X Men drops a two dollar super chat and says, Halo sounds like getting everything in crackdown. Indeed, there is uh, some correlation to very that. Very crackdown
3: esque, yeah, it's Absolutely. very, very crackdown
0: esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, on mm-hmm. the bright side, drops a five dollar super chat and says, mm-hmm. Spoiler, the ending is great, it fired on all cylinders for me. I'm not sure why Dealer didn't like it. Yeah, Dealer Gaming did not like the ending, uh, which is I saw in his video. Uh, I don't know why. And I was going to say, You
4: know what? The double, the dub It was a kind of a double-edged thing. The, the his comment about the ending. I think it was more because he just wanted it to keep going because he was enjoying it that much. Yeah, it was the I fact mean, that it, it ended. That was. Why he didn't like it because it finished yeah, it seemed he like he said it, it ended
3: abruptly for him or something yeah.
7: yeah,
4: and to be fair to be fair
7: to dealer, um he was just saying it took him it took he was taken aback because he felt like whatever happened was very unexpected um and he and he felt like he would have uh, had a better experience had he known, so he's just saying, um you know there's going to be a cliffhanger." Just understand that, and and you can I mean, now that you expect it. It's it is probably it probably will hit you different than it hit him. So I don't think he was. Though, I mean, every halo
4: that's every halo that's come out has always ended on a cliffhanger. Abruptly.
0: Yes, absolutely, it has, certainly has.
4: um There's never been like a defining. Okay, that's the end of this story because they they don't want the halo universe to have a point where it's the end of the story. They want that they lore to continue, and there's only- so many stories to tell.
7: Only Halo 3, I think, had like a proper proper ending, right? But, um, you know, you can pl- go back to play Guardians and how you spend all this time to get to Halsey and all she says is it took you long enough in the credits roll. Yep. So as yeah, long yeah. as it's Spoiling not bad like Guardians. that. <laughs> spoiler for Guardians. Nobody's going back to play that. <laughs> no, uh, you, did. No, no.
0: No.
3: you did that was before infinite came out wow
0: listen uh, i that, can that, hear that...
7: about guardians in the audio log
0: M- actually one
7: thing i do
4: want to mentioning audio very briefly there i want to add to it though. the audio in this game is phenomenal
7: yes yes yes,
3: yes.
4: across very the board precise. from, from the, the ambient noises from the the birds and the insects and the the distant kind of howls of creatures and then like you mentioned, the grunts you can hear miles away, having a talk between each other. The the weapons sound amazing. The just the 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 audio in this game is phenomenal, top to bottom. Especially when you're wearing headphones with Dolby Atmos, it is just, ooh, it is chef's kiss. Yeah, beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, I I would agree. Yeah, you're definitely onto something with the sound. Like I said, I talked about it in the video today. The sound is phenomenal. From the birds chirping. Uh, uh to the the, the guns firing er, er, everything is just it's just perfect uh, i'm sorry Bre- gamer by choice he uh, says
7: thanks he's playing uh guardians right now oh
0: wow uh, <laughs> brett bringham says you uh, had six a, years man five, uh, <laughs> brett bringham drops a five hours of justice the only thing i wish different would ha- they would have uh the scarab battles from halo three and in infinite by the way there's a post credit scene that you need to see Ooh, uh yeah. interesting uh, Brian Hopkins drops an additional five dollars super chat and says that this Halo goes back to what they said about the original Halo games. They focused on creating that thirty second of fun and looping it over and over again. Indeed, I I, I agree. That's exactly what it's like. But Sarah Blow Gaming, let's get your opinion and your review of Halo Infinite from three four three Industries.
2: Okay, first first of all, I gotta say uh, I'm gonna go back and play them uh, again. Cause my son, he's five. He actually has become a f- fan of Halo, just watching me. He loves Halo. Awesome. He made me buy him like a little Halo uh, action figure. And that's cool. Yeah, I'm planning on start I'll him young, that. bro. Start him young. That's right. <laughs> that's what it's
4: about, though. That's what it's about. It's a, like inspiring the next generation of, right. of gamers and, and dreamers. And that's what franchises like Halo have done. And obviously, your son's just watched you. He hasn't even played it for himself yet. And he's been
2: watching, and he's like, "Whoa, that's cool." <laughs> yeah <laughs> and well, my experience uh I kind of played it a little bit different from most of the panel from what I hear. uh what I do is I go to a certain area in the map and I do everything like around the area, but if there's a story part i I, I do that story element also at this at the same time, and then I keep moving through the map. That's what I'm doing right now, and I gotta say uh I actually have some notes here. The panel did a great job. You went through almost everything I have in the notes uh, that I have written. I even wrote the the grunt's dialogues. They're hilarious. <laughs> they're pretty funny. Uh, even the elites and all, all all the elements. And I like that every uh, every single like enemy have their own kind of uh, dialogues. But their dialogues go through uh, go with their personality. You're not going to hear a uh, brute sounding like uh like a grunt. You're not going to hear an elite sounding like like you
3: a You know, you have a point there, you know. The best games you hear duplicate dialogue. I have not yeah. heard a single duplicate dialogue in this game. No. You make they're... a good point.
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic this is... point. I didn't even think course,
3: about that. It,
4: it's the, the way they to- the talk to each other as well like grunts are always like really like hyped up until you start attacking them and then they're just like whoa no yeah but the, but the elites are not the elites are just like like no i'm gonna kill you all the way up until they die they they're still yeah, really yeah, yeah. angry and they just want to yeah. just hate you
2: <laughs> yeah and then the brutes they don't have much dialogue they just uh they just go after you uh but they do say a few things once in a while and i, I like that i like the attention to all the details uh the audios um i i think graphically i I, it looks great it's it's not like the like the the next like the hellblade graphically but i like the art style it kind of reminds me of the first three halos which i love that and um let me see what else i like how fluid the game goes the the combat The guns, the sounds of the guns, they feel amazing. They feel differently. Uh, But we kind of all knew that from the multiplayer. Um, Let me see what else I got written that maybe. Well, basically, it's it's all the combination, as uh, I think Bangle said, from the whole environment. As you're playing, you're going through, you hear conversations, you hear uh, the animals, the You hear the the sounds of everything, everything around it. Um, I think this game, like it's the it's the sandbox and it's the it's the way that you play it the way you want to play. Yes. Like sometimes I go to a certain area and there's a lot of brutes, a lot of elites, etc. And I try to kill them a certain way. It doesn't work. It makes me think, oh, maybe I should try something different. Maybe I should do it this way. Maybe I should, you know, maybe I should try to sneak. Uh, there's a lot of jackals. Maybe I should get rid of the jackals first. Uh, you know, snipers, jackals. And it's it's really, it. it's amazing. I, I, I love all those uh, elements. I love the, so far, also something I, I, I like from the story is the way they're telling the story by bits and pieces. And you're kind of like adding every bits and pieces of the story. And you're kind of putting together that whole puzzle. It's not like a lot of these uh, games, they just tell you the story like um, it's just a a story like start to end. And it's like they tell you everything about the story. I like that you have to add all the pieces by uh, also like yeah, you mentioned before. Um, I I think it was K. Sante mentioned it. When you get the audios and you listen to it, and they have to do with where you're at at the at the point. Like if you're in the prison and you you hear the 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 marine that actually escaped from the prison, that kind of add to the element of the story. It, it's uh, it's really good. Like it's it's pretty well detailed. I really like that.
0: I mean there's a there's a lot to get into and there's a lot you can miss. Like I said, if you're a fan of the lore, I do think you owe it to yourself to not just beat the game to say, hey, I beat Halo Infinite in 15 yes. hours and it sucked. You know, listen, if you're gonna spend 15 hours in the game, spend another 15 hours, especially if you enjoy and you've been waiting for a long time for a new Halo game to come back. And, and this has come back in a big way. And it's all of these little story beats. Added with the open world and the new weapons and the way that you traverse the world and the new vehicles. It it's it's it is the complete package, but let's get Everborn saga his opinion on us, and we will get everyone on out of here. By all means, give us what you got, Everborn.
7: All right, I'm I'm gonna save you some trouble. The game's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> now let me tell you why. Um this is the most fun I have ever had playing a Halo game, a Halo campaign. In twenty years, right? It is the most fun Halo campaign, bar none. Right now, I have not completed the um, the campaign yet, so I can't call it the best Halo. Because for me, the best Halo is Halo Three. But once once I complete it, we'll see where that stands. But as of today, is a ten out of ten. And this is the thing that is and and and. You see it now when you play it, but it's hard to describe. And this is, I think, part of the problem that 343 was in. It's hard to describe what this game is and what what it accomplishes without putting the game in your hands. And when you see all of these systems sort of working together to create something special like this to where you know everyone's experience with it is different but the feeling is the same if that if that makes sense right um it it is something special and it is something beautiful right when you it's not just the graphics or the story or the nostalgia or the grunt dialogue or the challenge or the grapple hook it is all of those things put together. And at any moment, you can just sit back and look at the game and say, wow, right? They have made so many wow moments and more wow than something you would see in in maybe some of the other games that have have a, a higher, a smaller scope, but higher fidelity, right? When you think of the scope of what this game is doing, and the respect that they pay the characters, everyone involved in it, and the respect they pay you as a fan. Uh, you know, Some of us are 20 year friends of this thing. And, and it feels like they made this thing with us in mind. And this is an example of what you get when you put gameplay first. And don't, don't let anybody tell you, Try people try to make fun of people saying, oh, it's fun. Yes, that is why we game. Right? You yes. this is a world that you can get lost in and you want to get lost. Right. And and so, and so everborne, quick question for you,
3: specifically, because you are a, a, a Zelda stan. What do you think to those who 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 mention it and call it the breath of the wild of no. You?
7: No, you call it now. You will refer to things as things that feel like Halo Infinite. Do not <laughs> compare this to anything else. Zelda is Zelda, and Halo is Halo. And I think they've done. Listen to your point, Boom. They have stepped out of the shadow of Bungie. Percent. Halo. Halo is theirs. Yes. Right. And 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 they ha- and listen. The coalition has has. Taken over gears, nobody questions that. That's the coalition. They don't say epic's thing, they don't mention epic when they talk about gears. You don't bring up Bungie when we're talking about Halo anymore. They have had it longer, right? True, and true. I would we're and I would argue it. that they have uh realized it in in, in, in in its fullest potential. And I and and just to think this is only the beginning. You listen, the the uh uh, uh a house is only as, uh, as good as its foundation, right? The foundation that they have set out here, we can all just easily think of different ways this thing could go forward, and you just want more and i want to explore new parts of the ring i want to explore new biomes i want to find new um forerunner installations i want to i want to bring my multiplayer character and play with people in this world pve
0: I want, I, I, that's what I that want. That could be something that eat. they could move to because I, I like that idea. This is, you know, bringing your multiplayer Spartan that's designed by you into this world would be a big miss uh, if and, they and, don't and, eventually touch on that. I, and, I absolutely hundred percent agree because this and world ma- is big.
7: Imagine once co-op is out, if this world is just populated, not just with a team of four co-op people, but just other people online and you just go around and, and do stuff and, and have fun in this world. They've created something, they call it semi-open world, but this, this world, it, it is so well realized, right? And everything, everything is so, so meticulously done, like, again, it is all, it is, it, the, 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 the sum of the parts is greater than each individual thing so to speak right and and what 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 they've done here is like it is is nothing short of amazing and and listen i i love those sort of story based games but like the idea that you're just in this sandbox and we're not doing these set pieces where you got to press x so that you can have this special camera angle and then flip under somebody and then press y to do a punch no this is the game figure out how to do it it is not scripted you just go play have fun figure it out like it it this it, i i cannot tell you when was the last time i have had this much fun playing any game because i feel like so often today like and this is and I and the story in this game is is amazing in the way it's they're phenomenal. telling it is amazing, yes. Yes. but so often these days all we're looking at is story and set pieces and judging that and calling that what it this is what it means to play a game game right this is what it is this is what you want this is the pinnacle of Halo and it and it only grows from here. And we haven't even really got the next gen update yet. There's no ray tracing, right? Like this thing is 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 only the beginning. I can't wait till the next story expansion. And it won't really I, be I a next gen add- update.
3: It's a it's a last gen game, really.
6: Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know what I want <laughs> to add to
4: that as well in terms of story, by the way. It's the the greatest thing about this as well is it's a Halo universe where yes, everyone has the same campaign. But the the world itself they've created allows everybody to have a different story, and a different way that things turn out, and a different way that you've attacked things, and a different like yeah. the world itself is different for everybody that plays it, and depending on the way that you play it, and the route that you've taken, or the order you've played it in, and and how fights turn out, and everybody's experience is a little bit different <laughs> to everybody else's. So the speaking story to what you're saying, Dutch.
3: Real quick, let me give a pro tip before we end before we end the stream. If you're playing this and you want to have more fun and you don't even want to deal with, with, with spoilers or anything like that, uh, what what is the, uh, not the Warthog, but the variation that can have like five, six soldiers all in the same Razorback. vehicle, what's it called? The Razorback. Yeah. Make sure you grab either, I did half snipers, half rockets. Make sure you give all <laughs> your soldiers, one on one side and one on the other side, and just drive around. Oh, man, I call it the killing machine. They'll just walk <laughs> around sniping things for you. Yes. You won't even have to do a damn thing. Just strolling through and watching them murder everything is because they have the best weapons.
0: And, and they, they have unlimited rockets, which is pretty And they have unlimited
3: awesome. rockets. Yes, because they do it and it's unlimited. No, that, so they'll that's just walk it. around sniping things for you. It's that's going to be a
7: whole mission for me with with um, finding good weapons for all my Marines, yep. right? And, and again, just to, just to, to, to kind of... Uh, you know, uh, finish this point up, mm-hmm, go ahead. this is exactly what I um, imagined and hoped, not that I knew that it would be this, but this is the best that I could hope for Halo to be in terms of experience um, and fun. And, you know, people say it's rough around the edges and places. And yeah, I've had, I've had a little bit like weird bugs here. there, nothing that like takes you out of the experience or out of the game. And I and I and we we as a you know a, as gamers and as the community, I think we got to get away from looking at these little tiny things and and not looking at the the sum of what these entire experiences are. And I got to tell you, man, this is it. This is it, man. Game of the year. I'm sorry, Death Door, but this <laughs> wow. is the most superseded, uh, huh?
4: Speaking uh, speaking on that, actually, um, Game Informer announced that Halo Infinite was their game of the year. Whoa!
7: Um, as they should, as they should, and listen, and 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 again, just think of of new story content in this game, and them bringing in other people from from you know uh Halo lore, right? Imagine when Locke first touches touches down on 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 Zeta Halo, right? Imagine when whatever whatever not two years from uh, now either right what, whatever Lasky had Team Blue doing, imagine they uh-huh. come in, and that's you know what I mean. And, and 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 they're trying to look for Chief, or maybe they got there before Chief did. Who knows? Like okay. all these are things that that, that that they can do here, and the future is so bright. Like, hey, think about this, man. Halo is back. Okay.
2: can I add something real quick to sure? That. Please right. do. Please do. Uh we all know that this Halo uh, infinite, they're gonna keep adding more content to it to that campaign, too. I hope that uh I don't well. I don't know because I haven't finished it. So I don't know. This is no spoiler. I don't know if the flood is here or if they're not, if they're going to add them later on. Mm -hmm. But I hope if they do uh, add them on when they do come, they just tease us with maybe a ship is coming or or something like that. But they don't tell us that the flood is coming. And that when we actually get to play the game and we actually get to experience the flood, we don't even know that they're coming, that they're here. And we get that experience because that's I feel like that will be That's a that CE
7: experience good. Yeah. where you kind of go in and it kind of flips to a horror game. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, I have no idea. I haven't beat the game, but it, there, there, the, the flood gets brought up, but I don't know if they're on, on the,
0: Oh, they I get spoken about later on. Yeah. I just haven't... As far mm-hmm. as I, I, I know, I don't... I, I Like I said, I've heard rumors that they're in the game. I don't know how much... T- uh, Spoilers. You
3: know. Don't go there. <laughs> no, I, I,
0: I, I have no idea whether or not they're in the game or not because I haven't made it that far. Like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm doing all the side stuff. So I've heard them mentioned, mm-hmm. short in conversation, but I mm-hmm. haven't but, seen any of but, them.
7: But, boom, you know what they mentioned right next to that? There are worse things than the Flood. Yep, yeah, they sure who, who did. The yeah. knows what that is? So... Well, listen. We're in for a treat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But listen, folks, this has been a a a two-and-a-half-hour show, uh, which I expected it to be that long. I want to get to outros. Mag obviously had to bounce. He had some work-related stuff to take care of, so you can catch Mag on tomorrow night's Newf uh, a a podcast, Gaming After Dark. I believe that goes at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, right after Dealers Show Tomorrow. Um, And, of course, let's get to the outros. We're going to start first with our two very special guests, Bango Mango. By all means, brother, please sell your brand. Tell everyone about your incredible podcast and how you are looking to become the ambassador, the Xbox
1: ambassador of Hawaii. Oh, man. Again, boom. I appreciate it. Uh, If Mag was here, he mentioned that I'm wearing undershirts uh, in Hawaii uh, this is just normal clothing. We, we can't. <laughs> at 64 degrees, and you guys may hate me for this, at 64 degrees, Hawaii people are freezing. So um, shout out to all the thick-skinned brothers out there that can handle <laughs> But as my shirt says, dude, all I want to bring up inside here and within this space, and which I believe I said on the last time in this show, is just some aloha. We translate that to love. We translate that to um Just unconditional friendship amongst other people. And so that's what I want to bring into the gaming space. Uh, Definitely want to represent the people of Hawaii in that. You can catch me on Twitter at the name right over here, Mango 91 That's my personal account. But I represent the podcast, uh, Talk Story Podcast, which you can also catch on Twitter at TalkStoryPodHI um again shout out to um boss man wandering dutch i just got to get used to the name bro i'm gonna start calling <laughs> you that from now on uh far again um inviting us we are also part of the mix-up midweek collective and we are not the only ones there's a tons of other great content creators within that collective so be sure to take check them out and lots of exciting things come 2022. um I want to give a personal shout-out to you, Keasante. Thank you for letting our brother, um, Blind Giant. Oh, yeah.
3: We had so too. much fun, man. We had so oh, much man. fun. I understand I, y'all couldn't make it. it. It was cool. He represented you guys perfectly. It was great. You had a great amen, time.
1: Amen, dude. Amen. And we, we will we will hit it up again come 2022, for sure, for whether, sure. whether yeah, on yours or ours, 100%. All but, good, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm blessed to be a part of this panel. I'm blessed this is like Sarblo was saying um earlier, uh it's it's kind of surreal to to start off yeah. as a small podcast and have um such great pillars of the community like Dutch Asante, Everborn, and boom, um just have voices be heard. So I will always be thankful of that. And it's something that's that has inspired pleasure. me. Within my podcast to just pay it forward in the same way that you guys pay us forward. So, really excited and shout out Sour Blow will cover it, but super excited, brother, to what you what you guys have coming with Xbox International, which is what I believe their podcast XBI yes. stands for. Yes.
0: So. yep, yes. and uh, and you, that's bro. that's amazing. Again, getting people from around the world to. Get together to talk about uh, their favorite console, which is Xbox. And that's that's amazing with Bango. It was great to have uh, you back on the show and uh, cannot wait to see what you and your guys do moving forward. Sour Blow Gaming, same as uh, before, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone about Xbox International and where could people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media?
2: Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for having me here. Uh yes, Xbox International is a podcast that's coming uh January. We're starting it soon. Uh our brother Crazy Louie is going to be there, the crazy one. <laughs> uh we're also going to have Mr. Joanna Dark and our brother Brian Hopskin. It's also going to be there. And nice. this What
0: a great great lineup, dude. Great yeah, indeed, lineup. Indeed. Yeah, they're they're, awesome. they're
2: great guys and they're all uh we're all from different areas with different uh, ideas, which makes it even more interesting. So follow uh, Crazy Louie Gaming. It's going to be on his channel on uh, YouTube. And you can follow me on YouTube, uh, Sour Blow Gaming. I have a Spanish-speaking uh, channel. We do a podcast also called uh, Gaming <clears throat> Lobby. And on Twitter, you can follow me, Sour Blow 18. And that's also my Xbox uh, gamer tag.
0: Excellent, excellent, brother. Well, listen, we love the work that you're doing in the community. Cannot wait to see what your team brings to Xbox International come January. And, of course, it was great to work with you for the first time. And hopefully we can get that sub count up for you. Uh, K. Asante, brother, by all means, talk about your Saturday podcast, which is going on hiatus, by the way, for the remainder of the year, coming back strong in January 2022. Uh, but I believe you said that you're gonna be doing some on the reels, and there's a lot to talk about because you yes, know you got yes, Spider-Man, yes. you got Matrix, there's a lot going oh, yeah. on in, in cinema. Sell your brand, brother, talk about it, and yeah. where can people reach out to you on social media? Thank you, thank you.
3: So, yes, we had the last Gaming Circle podcast last Saturday. Thank you so much to Pixel Bit G in the chat. We call him the lawmaster. You need you need some some Halo law, go to that man. He he that has guy you
0: come master and yes. he
3: he stands for no bs in the lore, in the lore. He's he was probably going to
7: be on on the reel every week when that Halo show drops. When
3: that Halo show <laughs> hits, indeed, indeed. Yes. And we we had Umbra show up. We had we had a, a, another community member, Logical was in there. Yeah, uh, uh, of course, Mo had to make his presence well well felt. It was great.
0: Mo the uh, hater. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you you should, I don't you know who's more
0: slanderous—is it everyone, oh, Saga, goodness. or a slow mo? I backpack? love it. I just,
3: I just love getting them in the room and just, just grabbing the popcorn. It's a beautiful thing. It was so much fun. We had like a four and a half hour podcast—the longest we've ever had—enough to end the year. We appreciate it. We will be back in 2022, uh, you know. But it's, it's been real fun. If you haven't checked out the show, please go ahead and do so. Uh, this last episode has seen a lot of good views, so I, I appreciate those who have checked it out. So as as Boom has aptly pointed out we will be also doing some on the real stuff. I'll let I'll let Everborn get into details but I'm expecting we're going to be doing some specialty episodes as our favorite uh, movies uh, come out. So expect the, some Matrix talk, expect some, you know, MCU Spider-Man talk things like that but uh, until 2022 you'll you'll catch us still doing a few episodes here and there as as the need arises but we'll be back in 2022. Uh, I suspect probably the first or the second week of January we'll we'll come back Possibly with upgrades, you know, as the Matrix does, we'll come back mm. with upgrades, you know. And, and so we appreciate all y'all who, who continue to rock with us. Follow that was a quote Twitter.
7: from Reloaded, the best oh, matrix. Here movie. Oh, here we go. Oh boy. All right. Well, <laughs> I agree. With, I agree with Everborn. Oh, no! Nice, and, and, smart man. And, and
3: to be true, to be truthful, it, like story-wise, he does have a point, but you know, we, we we'll we'll leave that for all the real. <laughs> yeah, but yes, that's, TKO that's Asante everywhere. You can yes. find me, keep up with my, my goings on. And you'll see us in 2022 again. Thank
0: you guys. So Absolutely, much. brother, and thank you so much for that. And of course, Wandering Dutch. Obviously, you guys have decided to take off the remainder of the year as well. Catch up on gaming, recharge those batteries. Uh, Double Barrel Gaming only has a couple more shows left in it. I think there are a total of three plus a bunch of the X vlogs. Because you know we got you know we're human too, so we got to catch a break, enjoy the holidays by all means, brother. Talk about what you got going on next year. Talk about the channel, and of course, your big review of Halo Infinite coming with the four K sixty footage.
4: Yes. So yeah, this this week actually is our last episode of the year um, for the podcast. You're going and out with a bang too. You
3: got some we're great. Going guests. out with a
4: bang, yeah. We've got both uh, King David from ILP and nice. uh, EG Jeremy Penter as our special guests this nice. week. Nice. Um, So going out with a bang, Um, so we're going to be talking about the panel's Halo Infinite reviews, uh, the Game Awards um, kind of breakdown, and uh, then wrapping up, taking a look back at at an awesome year for ourselves, and of course, the collective as a whole as well, which we've we've brought together. Um, Of course, we started the year only having, I think, just one in the collective, or two shows, Um, and now we have seven or eight creators in there. Nice. Um, which is which is awesome, and obviously next year it's, gonna, it's just going to get even better. Um, we're just going to make sure every one of them shows has the best possible tools available for them um, to to grow um, as much as they possibly can, and in the best way, and um, for their respective communities. Um, but yes, so uh, the the big show, of course, um, on on Wednesday, as usual, the midweek mix-up podcast with uh, ACG and uh, King David. Um, and then on the weekend, which uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the most, uh, my 24-hour charity live stream for McMillan nice. uh, Cancer, um, which is uh, cancer support uh, in the UK. Um, so that that one's going to be tough. We've, we've got some awesome people that are standing standing ready to, to sit through the full 24 hours with me and, and play some awesome games and, and grind through it. But, uh, of course, anything to help people that are, are battling cancer, help them. Um, of course, be a bit more comfortable, of course, not this specific charity is, is are those that help support those that have got cancer as opposed to try and help get relinquish it, um, making them feel a little bit more comfortable um, whilst they're going through chemotherapy, helping them with financial circumstances, um, any questions, queries that they may have um, looking after them whilst they they're going through their chemotherapy. Um, so everything and in between, um, it's, it's an awesome charity. And, um, there's a lot of people that are, uh, are thankful for the Macmillan team and their nurses and, and staff as well for, for the support that they give their families. Um, so we want to give back to that. Um, of course, everyone's affected by cancer. Um, well, in, in one way or another, whether or not that be yourself, family members, friends. Um, so it's a big, it's a big thing for us um and that's that's the big the big end for our year so the big podcast followed by that 24-hour charity stream and then that's us done for the year so um would obviously massively um want the support and hope that we get the full support of the community for that um there's a big big thing for us so um massive shout out to everybody on this panel it's been an awesome day today um yes. Loved talking about Halo with everybody here. It's awesome to hear everyone's enthusiasm about the franchise again after that Halo five mishmash of campaign that we all had so many mixed feelings about. Yep. Um, Halo's back and the enthusiasm and love that the is showing the franchise again as being second to none and hearing everybody's stories. Um, not just on this panel but in the community has just been phenomenal. Um awesome show awesome to meet sour blow uh mango you're an awesome dude anyway i love you bro (laughs) brought you brought you and your brothers into the into the community for a reason you're doing an amazing job and and your your outlook on everything is uh is tremendous and that's exactly what everybody needs these days yep 100 thank you thank you papa dutch thank you you, boss
3: But yeah,
4: everyone an huh? awesome I night. I am so much <laughs> looking forward to, to 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 coming back again next week and speaking speaking with the all awesome community boom, um, and the PTG crew uh, again.
0: He's a family. Um, yes, so and we think of awesome evening, that of you guy. as well, my brother. Yes, well, yeah. N- next week will be our last show of the year. Uh, we are obviously going to just go steamrolling into the high uh, into the holidays. Uh, I'll be giving a full list of all the final shows of the year. Uh, like I said on today's video, I'm going to be dropping in a couple of X-Vlogs because I don't need a panel to do that. I can do that alone. Uh, so you guys uh, and gals have something to listen to during the holidays. I'll be dropping in there. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to try and do two a week. During the two weeks that we take off, so you have something to listen to. Uh, but we uh, last but not uh, not least, Everborn Saga brother, by all means, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can hear the slanderous one this Thursday on on the real. And where can people reach out to you on social media?
7: Well, no one will be hearing on the real this Thursday because it is my birthday, and I and so well, happy birthday. birthday. Well, there you go. You take you. off, absolutely. I I am going to see uh, Spider Man No Way Home on thursday good but for you on friday we will be doing a very special episode of on the real and by the way since there were some people questioning my factual statement that reloaded oh, is boy. the best i have just included a link to oh, one of go. the episodes of on the real where we just dis- where i broke down why reloaded was the best matrix <laughs> so uh that is the link to the everborn saga channel please there's a there's 124 of us in here and if you're not subscribed to the Everborn Saga channel, it is a channel where every week, myself, Mr. K. Asante, and my brother, and sometimes, often, King David come on, and we yep. talk about the news of the day in terms of comic books, movies, uh, books. We're trying to get Rand on there when um, when Wheel of Time finishes, because he's a mm-hmm. Wheel of Time guy. Slow-mo's on there every now and again when he wants to apologize for Dune. So come Check us out, but also check out everbornsaga.com where you can get the comic books that we can produce. Because I don't just talk about comic books. I make them as well, and it's the whole Everborn Saga. We're basically building our own MCU, but uh, but it's a manga, and it's also uh, fantasy. It's uh, really cool. And uh, Everborn Saga on Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Oculus, you name it, wherever else, Twitter, Twitter, uh, Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Everyone Saga everywhere, check me out, but again uh, Neo, I see you in the chat we gotta get you on On The Real one of these days, maybe to talk about Um, Spider-Man and again, um, check out uh, the YouTube channel and subscribe please
0: Neo GameSpark uh, we gotta get him back on the panel for sure, a gentleman community member, but listen folks (laughs) That one, you see,
7: see the else coming. Yes, Uh it is.
0: It is is quite. uh, First, this man man hyping up Sonic games, and now he says it's fraudulent. Most
7: anticipated game of 2022, Uh Sonic Frontiers. I said it, and I meant it. And I'm you still not how, playing GTA Five. You
3: should hear, hear how slow mo shut him down. It was it was hilarious. Like I got a clip on that was it. on you Saturday mean, Show. I mean how
7: there. he ran away when he couldn't
3: defend the He shut you he said. down,
7: player. He shut you down. Real quick. Absolutely not.
0: Well, <laughs> listen, folks. Before we move into the three-hour realm, which would be ridiculous, uh-huh. I want to get everyone out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we went up against some stiff competition on other channels today with a certain guests that they had. I mean, they're, they're all powerhouses. And again, YouTube is a vast pool of incredible talent. And I just want to thank uh, the over 300 people that came here today to hang out with us. And of course, I want to thank all the incredible uh, uh, gifts that were uh, donated by several people within this community Uh, and congratulations to all the winners. And of course, thank you to the incredible amount of super chats. Those help us do these uh, big giveaways. And one is coming up, uh, this Friday morning. It is Christmas with Mr. And Mrs. Boomstick. And I'm going to be doing a list of the prizes. And quite frankly, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. Some, some physical, some mostly digital, but, um, obviously uh we are uh, we're doing it and we and we we do that th- thanks to the community's generosity we turn these super chats around and then we uh recycle them back into giving these big giveaways and uh again I'll be breaking that down in the next day or two of course I want to thank everybody for coming out and supporting Double Barrel Gaming, supporting everyone on this panel. And, of course, I'll close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids, and he said, "Some treat others how you want to be treated. also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you on the final show of 2021 next Monday on Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick & Friends.